So you qualify. Oh, yeah. it is man 25 years still a classic Chili with enough bell money to free a big willy. High stakes, I got more at stake. Philly. Philly. Freeze, copping three. Deuce fever, I yes is fully loaded. Ah, uh, yes. yes. In the next Luger, tire smooth. I One of the greatest albums of all time. Let's get it. I'm leaning on any nigga intervening with the sound of my money machining. <laughs> Reasonable doubt. 25 years, man. 25 years. I was eight years old. 25 years ago. I know nothing about this album. The gems and juice. Happy Saturday. My life is based on sacrifices, Jews like Isis and fools that think I slip you fuck around. You get your guys hit. They built me to be filthy on some ice. Do or die shit. The price of leathers got me. Deeper than ever and just think with this hit. I'm trying to feel me. Let's go. <laughs> we can play this whole album through, man. Talk about travel well with time. Oh, yeah. Let's go. We all trying to win, but then again, we in the building. Come on, we not stopping, man. Shout to the motherfucking legend, man. Let's go. Let's go. You 
cling, we do our thing and bring Sling and ding-a-ling from Best-Stop, Brooklyn to Beijing East Coast hostess, hostile, colossal Money flaring like nostrils for drug dealing apostles so, Al Pacino down and Nino Brown Me, Jay, and Primo got his soda across the board Oh, yeah Teflon, make sure your jammy is full Cause I heard Sammy the Bull Lamps in Miami were pulled Tropical leaves where I got a few keys With momentum, stock a few G's Now it's unstoppable cheese Said we was garbage, so fuck college Street knowledge amazing scholars when we coin phrases for dollars. Star studded bitches with crystals. Get fucked with pistols. Just to see my shit discharge pus. Let's go. Stella, even not capella. I got. Oh, yeah. Don't take this podcast down, Jay Z. <laughs> we really appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the legend. I shouldn't even have to call him a legend, man. Just yeah, you do. You gotta remind people. People forget. People look at the current Jay-Z and they forget what this man has done for hip-hop because they see him doing corny shit. But no, Jay-Z is a legend, man. You gotta remember, I, remind the people. I, I, don't, I don't trust people whenever they say um, Jay-Z is overrated and all this other stuff, man. I just, you can, look, you cannot like Jay-Z. I, I get it. He, you know, some people he might rub some people the wrong way, but you gotta give him one hundred percent credit for how consistent he's been over these years. There's no other rapper out there that been consistent like him. So yeah, I, I know we really don't speak on numbers like that because that could be, you know, that could kind of be um, fake news, I guess. But he got the um, he got the quality albums with the numbers. So you you got to give him credit for that, man. You do, man. And he stayed relevant pretty much every decade he's been in in the game. He's like the rap game Vince Carter, basically, man. Like played in every decade, really important decade in hip hop. Uh, still makes himself known. He's a he's a legend in the game, man. And, and Reasonable Doubt is the greatest hip-hop album of all time, man. If you disagree, yeah. go argue with your mother, man. I don't care. I agree, man. I don't want to <laughs> hear nothing about no goddamn Illmatic. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about no Illmatic, man. I don't want to hear nothing about Life After Death or Ready to Die. Ready to Die is a great album. That might be number two. But I don't want to hear no Tupac albums. All Eyes (laughs) on Me ain't better than No Reasonable Doubt. Just because people die don't mean that these albums are better. So calm down, people. Yeah, and then with this album, too, it it travels so well with time. It still sounds like it was made a couple years ago, man. Yeah. Nothing. Maybe I I don't even want to give it one song. I I feel like all of these songs on here sound so smooth where it could have been made last year. It's it's like the perfect album for real because there's some other albums back in the day where it you could tell it, you know, you had to be around that time to enjoy it. And it's hard to just play it in 2021. But this one, I feel like you could play it anytime. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, you won't get no complaints about, ah, this shit sound old and what the fuck. It don't sound like no Grandmaster Flash type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it's funny because I seen the, um, I seen an interesting tweet. It, it, was a t- it was a tweet where he took a picture with Bit Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, wow, this is, a, this is crazy because um, he's only a couple years older than, I want to say, Jay-Z. I think Jay's uh he might uh bit that he came might be 
a year or two older than Jay-Z. And they are in, like, totally different times in hip-hop. <laughs> which is it's crazy because you still kind of look at Jay-Z as, like, the main guy right now. And Big Daddy Kane was, like, what, 30 years ago? <laughs> yeah. And they're around the same age. It's, 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 a, it's wild when you think about it. It really is, man. And it speaks a lot to the fact that Jay-Z was older when he first got on Reasonable Doubt. You know, a lot yeah. of people, and, and when Nas dropped Illmatic, he was basically like, what, was 15? he even 18? Yeah, he was very so, young, man. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a classic. I mean, he he's rapping well above his age group on that album. I'll give him that. But Jay-Z came with that mature, like like you said, it ages so well because it don't sound like a kid just rapping over beats. It sound you like know, a, it sound like a grown man who getting money or exactly a, a, a grown boss. It's a it's a feel good album, man. It's a feel good album. It is a production of people who were at their peak, at their hungriest. You had mm. a hungry DJ, DJ premiere, Irv a Gotti. hungry ski beats, Irv Gotti. Clark Kent doing production too, like people who are really young and hungry doing their best work on a great album. I know uh, Jay-Z always says that, you know, he was just trying to impress his friends and he wasn't trying to, that's why, and, and people always bring up the fact that, oh, well, Reasonable Doubt didn't do that well when it first dropped. I think it dropped in what, 96? Yeah. And uh, people always want to bring up the fact that, well, it was only people only got on his dick later. They didn't. Uh, it's OK for some things to not be popular when they first yeah, come out, especially back in the day like that. Exactly. Because it was no social media. Uh, so uh, somebody from Cali probably wouldn't have heard that album when it first yes. dropped. So, it, it, you know, it made perfect sense. It, it's the same thing with the movies. When the movie dropped back in the 90s, it wasn't in, uh, instant classic. It kind of took years to you know become a classic friday wasn't an instant classic i want to yeah. say when it first dropped it was fun it was like a the flavor of the month but it wasn't that instant hood classic type thing so no it wasn't chris i mean chris uh uh tucker didn't really get on until he did money talks and then yeah. people saw him and then they said oh friday but but yeah man the people want to bring that up but it, it don't apply to music Overall, it's okay for people to not appreciate things like like Jay said. Uh, uh, I dropped my first album, y'all all lamed out, didn't really appreciate it till the second one came out. So I stressed the game out, exit name out, <laughs> put Jigga on top, and drop albums nonstop. Well, you <laughs> so anyway, enough dick riding, reasonable doubt. I could do that all day. I could do that for a whole podcast, man. I could, I could break down an album for a whole podcast, but we got too much to talk about. So happy birthday, happy anniversary, reasonable doubt, happy anniversary. What else? Uh, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. He died uh, June 25th. Uh, happy June 27th. Oh, Coming yeah. into Houston, gotta keep it ace time. Gotta yeah. keep it ace time. Happy June twenty seventh <laughs> week. Uh, what else? There's something else that happened. Happy anniversary, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic is thirty years old now. <laughs> oh, Happy anniversary, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, and there was something else I forgot. I think something else happened uh, a few years ago. I can't remember, but whatever. Sorry, I gotta play this a little bit. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> Uh, 
creeping on remote. This is one of my favorite videos, man. I'm glad that video is still open, uh, still up too, man. Because I remember that that video was uploaded like when YouTube was new. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I'm glad it's still up because there's a lot of videos from that time that have been taken down. I've been looking forever, and sometimes it gets reposted and it gets taken right back down. It might be Trey or Zero's people, but there's a video of Trey and Zero freestyling to the big pimp and beat, oh, and damn. they're both going off, dog. Damn. Like that was one of my favorite videos, and it got taken down. I was so pissed because I can't find that shit anywhere now. <laughs> but I think somebody reposted it, but it might have been taken down again. I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, so if you like if you like a video on YouTube, make sure you save it. Make sure you uh, find a little downloader app and download that video because you never know. Shit gets taken down all the time, man. All them shits from 2007 might yeah. not be there no more. So, Damn. yeah. <laughs> anyway, where was I? I digress. Happy anniversary to all those things. And mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Uh, there's something else, another anniversary I'm forgetting, but I'll think of it later. Anyway. A whole lot to talk about. So now, without further ado, Jay Prince, let people know what they're listening to right now. The gems and juice. We are back at it with a cornucopia, a smorgasbord, or whatever food-related term you want to use <laughs> to describe this week chock full of new releases, man. Yes, sir. We got a whole lot. Let's run down a list of things we got that we're going to give our take on, man. We got <laughs> new music from Arian Foster himself, Bobby Fino. Mm -hmm. We got new music from Tyler, the creator. New music from friend of the show, our good friend, Leroy Cook. Yes, sir. New music, the debut album, I believe, from BFB to Pac-Man. New music from Ken the Man. Doja Cat. <laughs> The baby, don't put the air horn for that because we're gonna tear it apart. But <laughs> yeah, so we got a whole that my that's well, we, we, we spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We're gonna get to that when we get to it. But anyway, point being, we got a hard to break down, man. A hard to talk about a whole lot of music to talk about. Finally, we've been telling y'all for a while it's gonna get hot this summer mm -hmm. with these new releases, man. It's gonna be too much for your ears. You're gonna have to parse this out, and we're doing our best with a day's worth of listening to this stuff. So we're putting in overtime to make sure we let y'all know which of these releases are worth your ears and your time because you know our attention spans are not what they used to be man yeah. you got a hard to be, you could be doing on a, on a weekend mm -hmm. and uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us and we gonna tell y'all what music you should be bumping this weekend into the future so without yeah. further ado man figure how you been first and foremost man wellness check man i've been good man it's been a good friday um i woke up early listening to tyler the creator it, yep. man, i don't know it's for some reason today felt like christmas when it comes to all the new <laughs> releases because i'm like damn where should i go first and uh i was trying to make sure i got all the people i wanted to listen to um um uh thursday night i was at leroy's listening party Okay. For his album, um, shout out to Leroy. Um, 0429, which is his birthday. 
So mm-hmm. um, that's the name of his album. Make sure you buy that album. Yeah, feel free to stream it too, but please purchase that album, man. Support our independent local artists. But um, I've I've been pretty good, man. I, um, it, it's funny. I'm kind of glad that we do have the streaming services. I was I was just thinking about this randomly, and um, just imagine if all of these artists dropped in one day with no streaming services. It was the old school go to the CD store. Mm-hmm. You would have to pick between one, um, one of these artists, and it's like, damn, do I pick Bobby Fino? Do I pick Tyler the Creator? Um, I would probably have to buy Leroy's album, you know, since that's a you know that's a friend. But it's like, damn, you know, who do I? What album do I spend my ten bucks on? <laughs> and you got to pick one. This, I think I think that's where the bootleg is kind of uh, came in. Again. Yes. Yes, Where no, you, definitely. <laughs> you could get all of these CDs for like a dollar. <laughs> you you might you might buy one and then download the rest. You know, yeah. you had to decide. But they make it enticing because on Tuesdays, new release Tuesday is mm-hmm. when they were available for nine ninety nine. If you wait any longer, it will go up to like twelve, fourteen. Yeah. Double discs were like fucking thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, some of the albums be like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, they make sure you go purchase. And it's funny how new release day went from Tuesday to Friday. Yeah, I never understood why. Maybe that's that maybe it's more of a payday thing where they, you know, maybe. I think it's uh, because of how the streams are calculated for the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some technical reason. I forgot. Uh, okay. you, you can look it up and see. There's a technical reason with the streaming and the way the Billboard Top 100 is calculated that they release on Friday because I think they get the extra weekend included into the next week for sale. Uh, so, okay. yeah. So I don't know. There's some so, reason. So it's kind of getting over the system a little bit. Basically, or, yeah. Or, um, I guess putting it into their advantage, I guess. Maybe yeah. Ma- maxing out the amount of streams you can get, yeah. which will mean more sales, which will mean a higher chart position. So okay. that's the main reason. But yeah, you can look it up for the details. I don't care to recite that shit on the podcast. But anyway, um, so I know y'all waiting, but we we gonna chill for our friends first, man. We gonna put since you mentioned the Leroy Cook album, and we gonna talk about that first, man. I know y'all talking about the the big the mainstream. We ain't oh no no sellout mainstream podcast, man. Yeah. We we still local. We still underground. We still represent, and we still put y'all onto the music that the mainstream media ain't telling you about mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the leroy cook album first man like you said the album is called 0429 debut that is his album. birthday debut album long time in a work and it's funny kind of seeing you know one of your friends make an album because you really appreciate how much time and work it takes especially when he's doing it you know mainly on his own yeah so when we see these albums come out, it's easy to get lost in the process and think, OK, you know, you don't really think about the time that went into it. You just think like, OK, does it sound good? Is it trash? Is it classic or trash? That's all we care about. Mm-hmm. You don't really appreciate how much time and effort goes, especially if you're independent, man. That's a whole nother game. Yeah. So our good friend Leroy dropped his uh, debut album. Finally, it is nine tracks long. 10 tracks actually so yes it is it's album length 
some lengthy songs, nice R&B vibe to it. Of course, if you listen to Leroy before, you already know what kind of vibe he's on. It's a very, very smooth, chill, kind of throwback 90s vibe. <laughs> but uh, since you were at the listening party, since you had first listen of the <laughs> album, I'm going to let you break it down first, Figgy. What were your thoughts on Leroy's album, 0429? It's a classic, man. It's qualified. I mean, no, I'm just playing. But um, I, uh, I, Leroy is a good friend, and I'm not just saying this because he he's my friend or he's a friend of the show. But this is a really good work. Uh, this is a really good project, man. I enjoyed every song. I got my favorites, of course, and um, every every song is good, man. Uh, Never be the same. I want to say um, he. Did he shoot a video? Yeah, he shot a video for that. Check that video out. It's on YouTube right now. Um, it's like a 90s vibe. It's a party type of vibe. So um, check that out. I wish I was in a video, Leroy. <coughs> but um, it'd be hopefully it'd be next time. But, shots um, fired, shots fired. Come on, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, but um, the couple, the few songs that I, I haven't heard yet, because he re- he released a, uh, quite a few during you know over the past year, but uh, "Let Go" was the second song, and um, I like that song. I like that beat. Um, "Let's Ride" was an- another song I never heard. That was a good song. Um, "Kindness for Weakness" was a really good song. That that was another song I never heard, and um, it kind of started off a little slow. It was it was more of like a slow type of vibe, but. Um, I um I really enjoyed that song, but um outside of I mean outside of the ones we already heard from this album, my favorite song is "You Got Me." That that's my favorite song. That was the uh, latest release he did, and um and that that song just got a good vibe to it. It sounded like it it really need to be on on the radio. And I'm, like I said, I'm not just saying that because he my friend, but mm-hmm. um that song that song is in the Serato for sure. <laughs> That, that it's a really good song. You could play that anytime. It it kind of got that um, you know that style French Montana was trying to do that um, that unforgettable. That remember that song? Yes. That kind of um, they kind of played that style out. Yes, they did. But um, it got it kind of got that type of feel to it, uh, a good type of feel, like a real R and B, not no auto tuned up or anything like that. This is real vocals. And um, that this is pr- no doubt my favorite song on the track, but um, everything on here is good, man. Uh, Deja vu. He that was probably Deja vu was the first song I ever heard from Leroy. I heard mm-hmm. that when um, it was kind of early on when I first moved to Houston. So that song been out for a minute, but he put the remix on here, and the remix is uh, really good. Deja vu was a little more slower. But the remix kind of got a little bounce to it. It, it, it sounded like you could play that in a club. So um, Deja Vu remix is pretty good, too. But overall, man, I, I ain't going to be too wordy. I ain't going to waste no time. This bad boy was qualified. qualified. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Shout out to Leroy again, man. I love you, bro. Hopefully we have you back on the podcast to um, break all this down and yeah, man, it's, it's a good project, man. Please don't feel free to stream it too, but please purchase this. Ashley, purchase this album. Go to iTunes. If you see him around, give him give him ten bucks, um, just because, man. He he really worked hard on this album. Um, 
he made a wonderful speech at his listening party. He talked about how much he had to go through with the COVID and all this other stuff. His parents was there. Shout out to uh, Leroy's parents. And yeah, man. Um, yeah, su- support him, man. He really worked hard on this, man. You can't say that about, about everybody. He's not a guy that would just make up a song in 10 minutes and put it on a track and be done with it. He really, he, he sit down with his writers, producers, he um he go to the studio with his engineer. I met his engineer there. Uh, I I forgot her name, but um, yeah, man, he really put his all into these records, man. And you can you can tell, man. Like I said, I, I, this is the third time he's saying this. I'm not just mm-hmm. saying this because he's a friend of the show. I think this is a really good album. So um, yeah, make sure you you know uh support the album, buy it, and stream it all day long. Yes, I I echo everything you said, man. Um, and I, I'm I'm somebody who's been down on the current state of R and B. You know, me, Leroy, and we've had these conversations before, man. Talk about how it, it's not how it used to be. I feel like everything is kind of samey now. Everybody's trying to be like this hap rapper hybrid with the lyrics and the way they carry themselves and the way they rap the auto tune with the Migos flow. Yes, yeah, yeah shit like that. And I think, I mean, I, I understand you're going to roll with the hot hand, but it, it, th- there is a flavor that's missing from R&B. So it's hard for me to listen to a lot of current R&B, at least the mainstream stuff. But Leroy's Man, that's one. This is an album I actually enjoyed. And I haven't even been on an R&B vibe lately. Like, I haven't been even listening to old shit lately. But this is an album I actually listened all the way through and could vibe to. Man, it's great riding around music. You know, riding around the cityscape late at night, bumping this album. It's a, it's a good vibe, man. Great, great throwback feel to it. Uh, Leroy's a great singer. He, he knows how to put a good track together. And uh, yeah, man, it, it's just the, there's nothing. And here's one of the things, because he brought this up, too, about him being our friends. If the music was bad, we would simply just not talk about it. Yeah, we were probably you know, we would probably have them on one time and yeah call it a day. We probably wouldn't promote it as much because I know a lot of I, I got a lot of friends who do music. Yes. I don't, we <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about it on the podcast. Man. Yeah, it's not this, legit. Yeah, we take our platform, you know, seriously. So we won't water it down by just putting anybody that we don't care for. So all the artists we ever had on, all the people I I usually get some of the um the the independent artists, the local mm-hmm. artists, everyone. I, I don't just get people on because they're a rapper or they sing. So let me get them on. I, I actually listen to their music. I, I kind of scope them out for a little bit, to, you know, to see how they, you know, how they move and all that. And then, I, you know, reach out to them. So, um, yeah. So just if we have anybody on, just know it's just not because just because I actually do a little research before I reach out to people. This ain't the breakfast club where you required to, you know, just have anybody on that you don't really yeah, care about. The, the, the labels ain't setting these up, man. We're, we're vetting these people, man. Yeah. Uh, you can't just be a geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta be verified and legit and have good music to, uh, make this podcast and, and make our hollowed ranks of the interview and be talked about so yeah man like we said we highly recommend if you're a fan of r&b check this album out man it's not no 
music you got to turn down when your kids in the car because they talking about fucking and all this shit. Like it's yeah. not nothing like that. I think it I heard is. one cuss word from Leroy in this in this album. He said, "Girl, you so damn cute." I was like, oh. I'm like, whoa, whoa, the dirty lyrics, Leroy. Oh, pushing oh, it, pushing the envelope, man. That's edgy. risque. <laughs> oh yeah. See, man, Tony. When I look at your body, I wanna do something Let's go. Leroy. I also like the album. <laughs> I like the album art a lot too, man. I think Kevin Rawls did the photography. We know him too. Uh, Leroy. Leroy looks like Shabba Ranks on this album cover, man. <laughs> like, look, I, I love that picture, though, man. That shit yeah. be getting me. Yeah, shout out to he, Kevin Rouse, man, doing this thing, too. Yeah, uh, he he legit looks like an R&B 90s star on that. Like, that definitely looks like a Shabba Ranks or Mark Morrison type album <laughs> cover, man. So, yeah I, yeah, I was fucking with it. I was fucking yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, uh, with that said, of course, you know, of course, I'm going to say Leroy's album is qualified. Qualified. Yeah, check out 0429. Great album, great vibe, great thing to ride around the whip to. And uh, and just support the man, man. He He's worked hard on this album. We've seen him and the trials and tribulations he's been going through. But he always keeps a smile on his face. And that reflects through his music, too. It's very positive and very uplifting. So mm-hmm. if you don't know Leroy, you're going to vibe this album. Yeah. We're telling y'all, check it out. Highly recommended. And if you enjoy it, make sure you holler at him on social media. Let him know. Retweet. Do what you can to support a uh, hardworking and talented black artist. Man. Yeah, if you, if, and if you're not familiar with him, we have an interview with him. Uh, just a couple months ago, I want to say. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's on our YouTube page. Subscribe to it, Gems and Juice. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out the interview, man. You you will really be inspired. You will walk out that interview feeling like a better person, man. He's just so uplifting, so positive. So check it out, man. You will, man. We did that before the vaccine was out. You know, the national emotional uh, <laughs> atmosphere was very bleak in and down still but he was still lifting us up and inspiring us and and putting a, a positive spin on everything so yes yeah. check out the interview on on youtube and like Thicky said i'm sure we'll have him on again at some point and we will break down even more his creation of the album and mm-hmm. what each song means to him so yeah look forward to that soon mm. now uh another friend of the show <laughs> uh dropped an album long awaited uh for us for the people who are you know really down and really listening to music uh bobby fino aka arian foster dropped another he's calling it a project but i'm gonna just say it's an album for <laughs> <laughs> argument's wink, sake wink. <laughs> yes he said it's a new project it's called bohemia <laughs> and it is i gotta look up how long this one is 32 minutes 10 tracks yeah it's it's a pretty short list maybe that's why he said it's 32 I, I forget what the new i think they extended what the uh length of an ep is <laughs> so now yeah. i think this might officially qualify under ep standards but oh. <laughs> uh still it is uh uh he he dropped this new album um and I'll 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 lead it off this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed this album, man. 
I really did. And it's another thing where it's like, and I can't even call Aaron Foster a friend. Like he did our podcast, but he's not <laughs> like, I don't have the nigga's number. Yeah. You know, we don't talk on social media even. He <laughs> don't even so, follow me. Shit. Yeah. He don't follow me either, man, but it's okay. We're not salty about it. Of yeah, course we're not. Good. But, uh, yeah. So I, I bumped this album, man. And it was a, uh, during a heavy week of album, I just came off listening to that Tyler album. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what it's hitting for. Dog, I was really surprised by how much I like this album, honestly. Mm. And as me honestly saying, like the production value is very high. Um, it gives you a little bit of everything. There's some uh, more mellow R and B tracks. There is some hardcore. You could tell what his influences are. Yeah, you know, he always talks about Tupac being an influence a little bit. You can kind of hear that in some of the songs, but uh, it's a little bit of something for everybody, man. He's rapping. I think his uh, delivery and overall creativity has grown. You can see that on this album. Um, the production, like I said, is fire. P- certain songs I liked in particular. Um, he has some features. And I, I always like when there's features of people I haven't heard of before. Me too. That's how, because, that's how I discovered Jack Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, because I had no idea who Jack Freeman was, but the the watermelon uh sunshine or uh, watermelon sunrise. Yeah, sunrise, yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn, this dude singing his ass off. Mm-hmm. And then um they end up playing his song on the um what well, Jack Freeman song on the Joe Bud podcast. Well, I'm like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, that's and then that's when I found out he was from Houston. I'm like, holy shit, I gotta get this dude on the podcast. And now now that that's a friend of the show. That's a friend. That, oh yeah, that's, for that's sure, Jack. <laughs> shout yeah. out to Jack Freeman. Yeah, shout out to Jack Freeman. I, he wasn't on this album though. I, was, I kinda wondered I was why. Kinda I was kinda sad. surprised by that. Yeah, I was kinda sad he wasn't on uh maybe he'd be on the real album. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. We need them to link up more. They're, like I told Jack, like they need to be the new R. Kelly and Jay and Jay Z. Like y'all gotta be the new rap and hip hop duo. Uh <laughs> I mean R and B duo. So yeah. Uh, but I really like this. I like some of the uh, harder songs, of course, being in that hip hop mood that I was in. So I like Cujo a lot. I like uh, Crack Era a lot. That had Sci High the Prince on it. Uh, I thought that shit was fire. Um, what else? Uh, the first song, Higher, was very good, too. Um, like I said, I like the fact that there were some singers and people I never heard of before on the album that puts you on to, you know, new acts. So without with that said, man, like like Fonte said, dope beats, dope rhymes. What more do you want? <laughs> like, what more do you want about a hip hop album, man? Yeah. The beats are fire. The lyrics are fire. What else could you want? I'm going to go ahead and say this project is officially qualified. Qualified. Yes. Okay. Biggie, what are your thoughts, man? I agree with you, man. I was really impressed by this album. And um, higher, I, I did like higher. Um I like Cujo. Um, my favorite song was um, some, I like the song Niggas. I like that I, song I, too. I, I like it for the simple fact that he named it Niggas. <laughs> and he's talking and, about Niggas on a song called Niggas. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a real dope song. But overall, this this is an album that you necessarily don't have to skip. You could you could play this album, put your phone down, and clean up and all this stuff without having to go back to it to skip the skip a song. It's super smooth, and um, uh, I I remember Arian talking about how he create music and how um, how he really take his time to you know do the shit. How you know he took a couple years to you know drop that first album, 
and um, you can you can really tell he's he ain't no nigga that just make a song and freestyle in ten minutes, and you know put that on the track. He ain't Gucci man, mm-hmm. so you you could tell he really took some time with these um, with these songs. But um, yeah, overall, man, I thought it was an amazing project, and I'm I'm gonna try to I I don't want to be too greedy, but I'm gonna try to reach back out to him if he just to see if he's doing a press run or something. Um, yeah, that way he can, sure. he can stop by and um, we can only talk about that. We won't talk about the sorry ass Texans or nothing. We nah. we don't talk about music and and his album how he created. We this. gonna keep it. We gonna keep it hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I know he probably tired of all that football shit anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, man. I I really like. I said I really enjoyed this album, man. I agree with you. I I I think it's qualified. Qualified. Yeah, man. And what you said was right because I did notice um, this is the album I played. And I'll admit, I I did say last week I'm making it a mission to at least listen to one album uh, a week. But sometimes it's tough to get through a whole listen of an album. Like that Gucci Mane one last week, I was checking the track list and like, okay, I got like, what, five songs left? Okay, I can make it. Okay, (laughs) three more? Okay, okay, it's the last one. Okay, yes. Dog, it's like like being on a treadmill and you agreed to do like 30 minutes. Yeah. And you got like five minutes left and you're like, fuck, (laughs) should I just tune out or just keep going? You feel like you've been on there for 10 minutes. You check it's 4.30. (laughs) Only 30 seconds left. Like damn, yeah, you like fuck. So yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of albums I listen to where it's like I'm just waiting to. I, I need to say I listen to the whole album, but you really want fighting the urge to skip, man. Yeah, and I never felt that with this Arian Foster album, like this Bobby Fino album, because I listened to it and I didn't even know it was over till it was over. Yeah, like it just hit me that the last song with, with the Sci High the Prince was fire, and then it just ended. I'm like, wait a minute, is the album over? <laughs> Yeah, like I want a little bit more, man. Shit. Yeah, my I, I realized it was over once, um, it because I got a title, and so it go off into somebody else that's similar. Yeah. So I was looking. I'm like, okay, I was looking. I'm like, damn, this ain't even that uh, Arian. This ain't even Bobby Fino. I, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that was it. But um, it it went by so quick. But um, I man, I enjoyed it, man. And I I say this every time we talk about Bobby Fino. I feel like he a better version of J. Cole, man. What what people think what people think J. Cole is is what Bobby Fino really is to me. Like Jake J. Cole J. Cole is a little more generic to me. I I, I would say J. Cole is the poor man's version of uh, Bobby Fino. He kind of is, man. (laughs) And, And and to be fair, I'm not I'm not saying that Bobby Fino is the best rapper out right now. But I do. The problem with J. Cole is it feels like he tries too hard lyrically sometimes. And I don't get that with Bobby Fino. Like, I feel like he's comfortable. Like he of course, he he values lyricism and he's going to drop the metaphors and the punchlines sometimes. But it don't feel like it's try hard. It don't feel yeah. like the put an M on your head. You Luigi brother. Now, he it don't yeah. have no cringe worthy. Uh, <laughs> Jesus died at twenty at thirty three. So did Pimp C. So did Nipsey. Like, there's nothing in there that makes you cringe. Yeah, and then I think so. I think the thing is with uh the difference with J Cole is he want to be considered the best. He, yeah, he, or uh want, at least want to be in that conversation. 
I guess it's too early to say maybe um, I keep calling him Arian Foster. But uh, maybe Bobby Fino. Artist name. Yeah, yeah. Ma- maybe Bobby Fino uh, one day will bring that up and say, "Hey, I should be considered, you know, up there with Drake and shit." But right now, he's just kind of doing his thing. It, it, it seems like he don't have anything to really prove to people. He he just kind of doing his music and you know staying low, I guess. So um, he don't really come across as you know arrogant. And I, I say this all the time. Once an artist say, hey, I think I should be up there with so-and-so, that's when people start judging the shit out of you. They start yeah. they start looking at everything. You get the Ryan Rockets that be like, wait a minute, <laughs> he said this? Like, this is y'all man's? You, mm-hmm. you know, if J. Cole was more low-key, then you'll probably have a little more respect. You'll probably be like, oh, he's not that bad. You know, he kind of do his thing and chill. But once you start putting yourself up there with <laughs> some of the – the biggest names out there that's when you start being judged yeah and i think uh bobby fino is just making the music that he wants to make and i think he's putting the creativity and what he he's not chasing radio hits obviously so that also helps as well so if y'all ain't on it yet uh make sure y'all check out the new bobby fino project called bohemia uh, of course, a.k.a. Arian Foster. He's a dope rapper, if you ain't know. And if you like that album, make sure you check out his other one. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get him back on and talk about it, man. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. check out that interview, too. That was a yes. dope interview. Was the infamous YouTube. interview. I know it's fucked up because you can't see me because we were figuring the Zoom out and I couldn't get myself on <laughs> camera. so pissed about that, man. <laughs> Dog, you are. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> nigga that was the I'll biggest be- moment in our podcast history and my ass is off camera. <laughs> I'm now, like, fuck. It's, it's funny because whenever you be talking, I, it, you just got me sitting here just staring. Just <laughs> I'm over here cutting the mic off, coughing, and looking all over the place. I'm like, damn, I didn't know I was being recorded. I would have fucking sat up the whole time. Yeah, but, the, re- the reason that happened, by peeling, by, I guess, for anybody who gives a shit. But <laughs> uh, we, we had the sound for the first time coming through Figgy's board and not my computer. And Zoom, we had it set to, you know, where it goes to the person talking. And yeah. it, it was going to the person who where the audio was coming from. And there was no audio coming from my computer because it was coming from Figgy's board. So it didn't work out, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Point said, uh, go check out that interview. We talked about the uh, how he was making music, of, of course, of other things. The infamous Arian Foster interview. You can mm-hmm. check it out on YouTube. Hopefully we'll get him on again and talk more hip hop and this, the creation of his newest project. So make sure y'all check that out. Stream it, buy it, do what you got to do to support Support black artists, support independent black artists. You know, you can stream the Doja Cats of the world, <laughs> yeah. but make sure you buy the Bobby Fino's Leroy Cooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so without further ado, man, I think it's about time we talk about this uh, Tyler, the Creator album. Yes, sir. Uh, we teased it last week. If y'all were listening like y'all should have been. Uh, he already announced that this album was dropping. He was dropping some video visual teasers. I'll call it that. He was dropping some teasers um, with some certain songs. I think Lumberjack was one of them. He dropped one for uh, What's Your Name? I think that song is called. So uh, he was dropping teasers and I was liking the teasers, man. My only issue was that they were way too short. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, please don't let this be an okie doke 
where these are like one minute hip hop songs and then yeah. four minute R and B songs and shit. Don't <laughs> don't let it be that. Uh, so when I actually heard this album, actually fuck it, I let you. I, I let up last time. I, I let you lead up on this one, man. Uh, so Tyre the Creator new album. Uh, what's it called again? Call me if you get lost. Call me if you get lost. That's right. What are your thoughts on this album? Is Tyler? I guess he never left, but is he yeah. up there with the hip hop greats I, now with this album? Uh, I think yeah, I agree with you. I think he never left, but he's definitely back on this hip hop shit. His his last couple albums was a little more R and B ish, way too many pianos and solos and shit like that. But if you a hip hop person, if you a, a fan, if you was a fan of the uh of our future early on, I think you'll like this album. The one, the one thing I really enjoyed about this album is DJ drama. Yes. DJ drama. Be on, this was a, um, a unofficial gangsta grills album. Yeah. And I thought he was just going to be on the intro, but he was, he was all throughout the album, man. That, it, it felt good. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't really go song by song because it, it's it, the way the way the album wrote because I ain't skipped nothing, but mm-hmm. the way the album wrote it was it was like it was one big track, and I I had to kept I had to keep checking the track to make sure it was the same thing or I would look at him like oh damn that's a different track so I had to go back, but um I thought this was his uh, to me I felt like this was his uh uh. I think his last album was okay, but this was his better album. I know Flower Boy won a um a, a, a Grammy. I thought that was Igor. Igor, I thought it was Fla- I thought it was Flower Boy. I I'll check it in a minute, but um yeah, to me this one is a a, a classic though. I don't think he had a dope hip hop album in a minute. But this one was, um, you could tell this one was polished. The the production on there was a one. Uh, I really enjoyed this album, man. And I'm I don't want to be too early in saying this, but this definitely should be considered in the um, the album of the year talk to me. I uh, I, I think he killed. I think it would have been a good album regardless. But having DJ Drama all throughout it was amazing. I think the only thing he messed up in was drama not saying gangsta grills you bastards <laughs> trendsetter trendsetter he, he, <laughs> he had none of that in there I think he should have but um, it was it was good to hear drama and him together like that it, it kind of brought me back to early two uh, or late 2000s the late 2000s back in the gangsta grill days where you know you get these random artists is like oh shit he got a he got a mixtape with DJ Drama that's what that's what this felt like to me and um yeah I enjoyed it man like I said I don't want to go I don't want to go too much track by track because it kind of uh, I I listened to it without actually looking at the you know the tracks playing I was kind of getting ready for work and all that stuff mm-hmm. but um. I, I I ain't skip a, I ain't skip a song on here. I, I ain't skip a song on here. Um, later during the track, it started going a little, or, or during the album, it started going a little slower. But um, I thought it was solid. It was good to hear. I want to say Lil Uzi was on there. Pharrell was on there. Um, I'm mad they ain't got the damn features on this shit. But um, 
Yeah, I thought it was solid, man. I, I I'm gonna say it was it was qualified as well. Qualified. All right, all right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Tyler won the Grammy for Igor. That was in 2019. Igor? Okay. Yeah. So it's two years ago. Um. And, and yeah, man. So I actually listened to this album late Thursday. I went to the gym late for a workout. So I'm like, let me see if Tyler's still on on his hip hop shit, man. Let me see if he can get me <laughs> through this workout. And number one, like you said, where I go through track by track, um, and, and like you said, number one, the way it flowed, you can tell Tyler is one of those people who actually cares about album sequencing. Yeah. You know, he actually makes every track flow into each other, each other and make sense. Mm-hmm. So you can't just hit the random shuffle on a Tyler album. You got to listen to it from front to back like you're supposed yeah. to listen to an album, man. I know that's been he, a lost he, art. He's he not Gucci, man, with it. Pick, exactly. Pick 20 songs. Random ass songs by Zaytoven and fucking Random whoever. Random ass title. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he actually put thought in uh, uh, work into sequencing the album, and I enjoyed that. And, yeah, when it started off with the Gangsta Grills intro, because DJ Drama is only listed as a feature on the first song. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is a good, okay. That was number one signifier that I was going to be on some hip hop shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay, DJ Drama doing the ad libs. Okay, okay. Then I get to the next song. Yeah, I was going to say that was better than Cameron doing J. Cole's intro to me. I'm still upset about that, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, because why why would you have Cameron on just to talk shit? Like, why would he not at least give us a few bars, man? I'm still yeah. upset about that. Uh-huh. Whatever. He ain't he ain't want to get out rapped by yeah. a 50 year old man. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I get to the second song and I'm like, wait, there's still gangster grills, <laughs> ad libs, and DJ Jama's on it. Okay, I guess that's just spilling over from the first track. Okay. I get to the third song, which is super hard, with 42 Doug, who I don't even like like that. And it's still Jama ad libs. And I'm like, okay, this really is like a, a Gangsta Grills mixtape. Okay, so I'm, I'm feeling that at this point. I'm like, okay, Tyler is back on his hip hop shit, man. Yeah. He, 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 he did the creative Igor. He did the singing and the R&B more flavors in his last album. Yeah. And like I said, I wasn't against that. I appreciate it for what it was, but I just like the rap. I'm more of a hip hop dude, man. So yeah. I, I preferred, I was introduced to Tyler as a rapper and mm-hmm. I liked him more as a rapper at that point. But I'm not saying his other stuff was bad. Yeah. But uh, this album was super hard, man. The What's Your Name song with NBA Youngboy. And this is actually getting a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, 30 plus year old Twitter is now, including me, yeah. is finding out that NBA Youngboy is actually a pretty good rapper. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, that's the other thing I meant to say. I felt like all the features on here made sense. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't listen to the, none of these features outside of the, you know, the Uzis and the Pharrells uh, on his own. But the NBA Youngboy, I ain't had no problem with him on this shit. <laughs> No, he. I, I'm gonna be real. He killed the shit, man. Yeah. The beat was crazy. Number one, I think that might be one of Tyler's best beats he's done. I'm pretty sure he produced this whole album, but that beat was insane, man. That throwback '90s sample. Uh, the the the, the Ty Dolla Sign was okay. I'm not a huge <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign fan, but he was all right. But the NBA Youngboy killed that shit, man. Mm. I, I gotta call it what it is. Before I didn't understand the hype. I thought he was just all right, but his feature with Migos on that last album he dropped. 
plus this. I, I'm a boo. I see it now. I'm not going to call myself <laughs> a full on fan, but I see it. I see what people see in NBA young boy now, man. He's actually out here spitting. He's not just bullshitting on track. So, no, I see it. NBA young boy's legit, man. He killed that shit. Yeah. Another feature, uh, Lil Wayne is also continuing his hot streak, man. Yes. He said he is, he is not going calmly into the washed waters, man. He is <laughs> going to keep rapping at a high level until he can't no more. Because he killed his feature on this album, man. And, and Lil Wayne, people, I don't think people really appreciate how versatile Lil Wayne is, man. Mm-hmm. Because think about the beats he's rapped on, especially being a dude from New Orleans. Yeah, a street rapper. Was, Yes, which people always thought, oh, he he sound good on the Manny Fresh beat, but how would he sound on a DJ Premier beat or a uh, classic uh, sample hip hop, like some Alchemist beat or something? And yeah. he's done all that, man. Yeah. Like he's rapped on Alchemist beats and he killed that shit. He's rapped on Tyler beats and he killed that <laughs> shit. He's he very might versatile. Be, he might be the most versatile rapper in history, man. He did everything. I know. I know it might not be fair to say because certain rappers don't, you know, only stick in one lane, but he did everything, man. <laughs> everything I can think of. Nah, he he really did. He really did, man. He he is extremely versatile. I don't think people really appreciate how and, and look if the, with the crazy shit. Like, I know it's hard to separate the art from the artist sometimes. Some of the things Lil Wayne has said publicly just makes you not even want to listen to his music. But then you hear him on a verse and you realize, man, this dude is still a top tier rapper, man. That song he did recently with Nicki Minaj and Drake, he killed that, too. Every feature he's been on that I've heard, he's killed, man. He's the auto tune. Lil Wayne is gone pretty much. Yeah. The feature one, at least. Yeah. You I know. Yeah. I think he just that's somebody that need to be inspired. If it's i think if it's like a song with gucci or something like that then it is what it is he probably got something but somebody like tyler somebody like a, a pharrell or you know these top-notch producers i think he will get inspired and write the best verse of his life yep yep now nah, he is i think he needs to yeah i think you're right i think he needs to as long as it's not a club song yeah. Don't get Lil Wayne on a club song because he's going to be on his bullshit. If you get him on a hip-hop song, send him the beat, you know he's going to kill it, man. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. Make sure it's not a fucking uh, 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 Ron Browse beat or some shit like that. <laughs> a fucking some some bullshit-ass beat. Uh, and, and he'll go off on it, man. So, yeah, that another, another feature killed by Lil Wayne. He's doing his thing still, man. And that's a great song as well. It's called Hot Wind Blows. Massa, I thought was a dope. I, I was really feeling this album up to like really throughout the first 10 tracks. Mm. Um, Manifesto, I thought was a great song. Domo Genesis, I, I, I have so much to say about this album. Man. I'll try to keep <laughs> yeah. it quick, but I really liked it. So, uh, Domo Genesis is on Manifesto. Number one, that might be my right now, that might be a, up in a running for my favorite song on, uh, on the album so far. Mm. The beat is crazy. Uh, Damo Genesis, who I've been a fan of, um, I think he is underrated in the Our Future Click. I think he's one of the better rappers in the group. He's done projects with Alchemist. He's done projects with Evidence from Dilated Peoples on the production. He's he's really kept it hip hop, mm-hmm. and he's made some great mixtapes and albums that people have slept on. I think, but um, yeah, he he's a dope rapper, man. It was great to have him on this beat. 
have him on Tyler's album. It felt like an odd future reunion. Yeah. You know, it really did. With the beat, the beat being so hip hop as it was, Tyler talking about, you know, I guess the insecurities he felt about not doing more during this troublesome time in, in black history, I guess. Like, I understand. At least he's rapping from what he knows to be his truth. So I couldn't hate on it. So he's rapping still. He's doing it, switching up the flow. And I really, at this point, appreciated how far he's come lyrically. Mm-hmm. At, because he really killed this verse. And uh, I remember listening to him when he first came out. And I was thinking, you know, his production's good. His voice sounds good. But lyrically, he wasn't a good rapper. Yeah. I feel, especially compared to other people in his own clique. Yeah. Like Earl was way better. Damo Genesis was way better. Haji Beats was way better to me. Like, I, I, he was not re- very high on the hip hop lyricist front to me, even in his own clique. But he's grown a lot, man. He is, you could tell, he has definitely studied his craft. He's kind of like 21 Savage in that way. Yeah. You know, 21 kind of came out of the ignorant lazy mumble flow shit and he evolved his sound this lyricism because he wanted to same thing with tyler man like it seems like he, he cares now he does before it, he kind of came across i think he might have said it. he he really ain't give a fuck he, he kind of came across as that person that, yeah that hey this this album is trash I, I forgot what album he said but he did an interview he like man the album is trash man i'm, I'm serious and the uh whoever was interviewing like come on man you just playing You're like no for real the album is trash I, you know i can't fucking <laughs> rap but he was probably talking about bastard i think that was his first album he put out but <laughs> yeah he he's definitely grown a lot man and, and that's one thing too they were all teenagers when they first started putting out their first music so i think they all kind of look at that time like wow i was very young and ignorant and stupid and didn't really care about just they just wanted to say shocking stuff on the album really they they were big fans of eminem you could tell yeah but he's grown a lot man i respect his pen definitely um i think he might be underrated in terms of some of the best rappers out right now at this point uh but yeah he's definitely upgraded his flow and lyricism and it's been very impressive to see man and i love that song manifesto uh I did get a little scared when I hit the sweet slash I thought you wanted to dance. Uh, that's very, I mean, it's, it's not a bad song, but it's very R&B song. Yeah. And it has, who's on that album? Uh, I know people, not Ty Dallas on, oh, Brent Fife. I don't even know how to say that name. Fires and Fanna Hughes. And those were songs, I mean, it was eight minutes long. Yeah. Those two, they, it was nine, almost 10 minutes. He basically <laughs> blended two songs into one. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that, that was kind of where I was feeling it. Maybe because I was in the gym yeah. and I wasn't just, I just wasn't in the zone to really appreciate that kind of R&B flavor at that point. Kind of a tropical island flavor he was going for. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it was a bad song, but I'm probably not going to go back to it. I'll probably skip it when I replay the album, but it's not bad. If you're in that kind of zone, it's not bad. Yeah. Rise was a hard song to me. Um, he had uh, Lil Uzi Vert and Pharrell on Juggernaut. Lil Uzi Vert, you know, y'all know how we feel about Lil Uzi. I think he's very good. Really, I don't want to say he's underrated because he has a big fan base. But I'm a big fan of Lil Uzi Vert, man. I, yeah. I've really come around to him in the past couple years. 
and I'm a big fan now. And he kills every feature he's on. I know we all made fun of Bad and Bougie because <laughs> he had the worst verse on that. But yeah. that beat just didn't fit him, man. That 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 wasn't a little Uzi Vert type song. Yeah. But he I was in his it. element here. Uh, he did a great job. Pharrell. Uh, <laughs> oh, you talk about like his verse. Yes. Yeah, he's not a rapper though. Rapper. He's not a rap rapper. <laughs> He he, he, he was. Pass. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. He he's he's a so-called le- even he is a legend. I would say he's a legend, but he he sounded kind of washed on that. He sounded like he was trying to rap like one of the young kids, mm. you know, <laughs> like he was trying to take the Uzi flow or something. He was trying to rap like the kids. It kind of reminded me. It was almost as cringeworthy as hearing him on Young Nigga Mood at Dope. Mm, okay. That is a song he didn't believe he didn't belong on, man, in my yeah. opinion. And I know him and Tyler are close, and I don't think this is the first song they've worked on. It can be. No, no, they they got some joints together. Yeah, yeah they, they got some joints together. But yeah, his like you say, he's he's not a rapper. When he tries to rap, it it kind of maybe when he was younger, he it's, got a pass. It's like Timberland uh, rapping. Like yeah, like to, when you listen to some Timberland verses on Aaliyah joints, it's kind of like what the fuck is he talking about? But I guess it fit the vibe a little bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I yeah I don't really hammer him too hard when it comes to rapping. Could he been left off of it? Maybe, <laughs> or probably so. But I um, mean, yeah, I, I I don't really grade him too much on his verses. That's yeah, that's fair, but he just sounded washed to me on this album, man. Like he, he could have kept some more mature lyrical content instead of trying to rap like one of the kids. So he, he put no clips verses out. <laughs> yeah, Mister Me Too. <laughs> I kind of wish, and I don't know Pharrell personally, but I kind of wish he had more of a mature. I don't know. I don't know really how to put it, but if you look through his Instagram, man, this nigga still dressing like a skateboarder. <laughs> he's 40 plus years old man he don't look like, like it <laughs> dog he's starting he's starting to look like it no matter what twitter wants to say oh he doesn't age no he's starting to you can see some cracks <laughs> now he you been, can see the cracks are starting to show now he's been looking the same for about 20 or 30 years though he he looks <laughs> he does not look like he's 20 anymore i'll put it like that and he's still dressing like He's fucking one of these bathing ape kids from the two thousands, man. Like he's still dressing like a skater, and it's like, dog, you you ain't you you moved on from that, man. Move move like Jay was moving. Before, well, forty, he was kind of moving, still kind of goofy too. But like, yeah. I wish he was more mature in his lyrical content. Like, I don't know, I don't know. It just yeah. sounded. It, it was kind of disappointing to me. I, I saw Pharrell, should, and I was like, okay, let me see what he's sounding like. And kinda, should he uh, should he stick to producing? And probably making hooks. Yes. At this point, if this I, is how I he sounds, yeah, you probably should. Yeah, I think it's fair because I was never, you know, I'm a Pharrell fan no matter what, but I was never starving for a Pharrell verse. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, I just, I, I felt like he was always fly no matter what, but I was never like, damn, we need a Pharrell verse. Now, I'm cool. I'm, I'm good with the Pharrell hooks. I think Pharrell, I yeah. think he'd be having some fly hooks. And uh, especially if he's on the production too, but I never cared for uh, Pharrell verse. You know what I mean, I never said, "Damn, 
he got to he, he got to get a 16 on this. Yes. Just, he never have to. I, I wonder why people put him on verses like that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just feels inspired sometimes and he wants to jump in the booth. But yeah, he should keep it keep it to the hooks in production, in my opinion, or, man. Or make another happy. <laughs> yeah, he he could keep that too. But I, the the one time I respected Pharrell as a rapper, well, actually two times. He had that CRS song with Lupe and Kanye, and he mm. actually had a great verse on that. Mm. And he he had a mixtape come out. I think it was a Gangsta Grills mixtape. It oh. was the In My Mind mixtape yeah. before the album came out. And the album was disappointing. But yeah. the mixtape before the album was fire. Mm. And that's still on YouTube and that pip. I think you can find it. So if you want to go back and listen to that, you can. But that was actually the time I respected him as a I respected his pen somewhat. I, yeah. I was like, okay, Pharrell can rap when he wants to. Yeah. But here he, he, he got some respectable stuff as far as like this the Snoop songs and stuff like yeah. that. I think I think it's cool when he in that type of vibe, but I wouldn't be banking on a, a Pharrell verse. Yeah, me neither. So the verse, yeah, it didn't impress me, man. It kind of, kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, go, go, go to bed, old man. We don't need to hear you talking <laughs> with these young kids, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and the rest of the album was fire, man. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say with all that, said, I know I had a lot to say because I really like this album. I wanted to it's talk about it a big release. Bit. It really is, man. Yeah. It snuck Huge. up on people. Yeah. But it was a big release. Um, and I think it caught a lot of people by surprise. I'm seeing social media. It seems people who don't even listen to Tyler were listening to this album. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Tyler fans. I've been a Tyler fan. I always listen to whatever he dropped. Yeah. But um, I've seen a lot more people that never said anything about Tyler tweeting about Tyler. I'm like, okay, it's yeah. good that he getting the recognition because he he's really known for having that cult fan base that you know that weird fan base that's not commercialized i guess yeah he, he don't have uh, yeah he's not he don't have like a beehive that's just walking around playing his day it'd it be some of the weirdest people would be some nerdy yeah. looking white dude who's a, a diehard our future fan no matter what or it'd be some regular street nigga that's a, uh, that like our future too. So it's, it's hard to kind of peep out his fan base. But, um, yeah, man, I, this was a huge release. It's, it's good to see him getting all this recognition because it wasn't even that long ago where his I, – I, I can't remember what song it was, but um, his song actually got played on a, on the a radio, like, in rotation. And that was the – and he been out for a long time. And recently, I want to say, was was the first time one of his songs was in rotation. So uh, he he actually tweeted that or made a video about that or something. And it was kind of shocking, but it's good to see, you know, it's, it's better late than never. Definitely, man, definitely. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's all I really have to say is fire. And to wrap up the reason, because I know everybody's probably confused as to why he brought DJ Drama on this album. And it was a Gangsta Grills mixtape, basically. Uh, he retweeted a tweet. He tweeted in 2010. Mm. And in December 17th, 2010, he said on Twitter, I want a Gangsta Grills tape so fucking bad, goddamn. <laughs> he retweeted that when the album came out. Damn. And he said, done. 
Damn, that's dope. That's that's Sick. amazing, man. That's I love shit like that, man. That's dope. It's it's never too late. I shit. I I won against the Grills album. I don't even know if he's <laughs> still doing them like that. He probably only got the exceptions for you know a few people in the industry. But that that's amazing, man. It really is, man. Truths that shows that anything is possible. I'm sure everybody laughed at him when he said, like, Tyler ain't going to get no Gangsta Grills mixtape. Come on, man. Probably like, who the fuck is this dude? You know what I mean? <laughs> because it was 2010, so I don't even yeah. know if he was hot, hot at that time. But, yeah, he he was bubbling at that time, but he wasn't, he wasn't near the peaks where he eventually got. So, yeah, man, that's a great story to see. Great that he got to live out, accomplish one of the goals he set out to do. It was a random tweet. I'm sure he was just randomly tweeting that shit on one day. And he looked back and like, damn, I still got to make that mixtape, huh? Okay. Yeah. Hit up DJ Drama. Said, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Hit up all these new rappers that are doing their thing. And yeah, man, with all that said, I would say this album is highly qualified. Qualified. And one more thing about the album, too, man, because I remember... Uh, what you said last week about how um, Tyler might be the best gay rapper. I, I think <laughs> as I listen to this album, I think he's at most bisexual. Really? Okay. I, I think he confirmed that in this album, man. Mm. Because he's back to talking about bitches and women and all that stuff. So he he was very, and I think at one point in a song where he, I think he was clearly talking about having an affair with a woman who had a dude or maybe getting into an affair with something. And he wasn't gender specific, but the way he was talking made it sound like he was talking about a girl. Mm. And he said at some point he was fucking anything, men, women, whatever. So <laughs> I think at the very least, he he, he can he confirmed he's bisexual, man. I don't think he's, he's yeah. a little Nas X with it at all. I think yeah. he's... What? He might still be trolling with the gay stuff too. You never know, man. So yeah, the thing is, but see, the thing is, he, he like no matter what you say in raps, you gotta actually tweet it or confirm it like that because raps can be anything. You know, we know raps can be make believe. It could be That's false, true. and some shit could be real. But if you ain't tweeting it or putting out a video saying, "Hey guys." <laughs> I I don't know. It's hard. You can I, I feel like you can't really put them in that category yet. No, nah, I actually I think the opposite with Tyler. I usually agree with you because usually rappers tell fairy tales, but I actually think Tyler is more honest in his art than he is on social media. I think he is a 100% troll on social media, man. And when he goes into interviews and starts <laughs> fucking with Funk Master Flex, he's a troll, man. He puts on that persona and he's just trolling people. I think when he's actually making music in his own art, he's a lot more honest and open with how he's feeling and what's going on. He, he got into some pretty deep stuff in his album, man. Yeah, and, no, and you could, yeah. Go, go ahead. So, so basically, I, I feel like what I believe what he says in his raps more than I believe what he tweets because I he, he tweets in all caps, man. He's just bullshitting <laughs> on there, dog. He's just saying whatever, man. So, yeah, no, I, but I understand what you're yeah, saying. No, I agree with you as far as him specifically, but I feel like if I if I got to put him in the gay category or the bisexual category, <laughs> he got to come out and say, hey, he got to confirm it like that. Yeah, because he be saying some wild, sh- he be saying some wild shit in his raps anyway. 
Yeah. But um, for for me, he got to come out. He got to come out with a boyfriend or something. It, it got to be something like that because you know Tyler the Creator. Not Tyler, but Lil Nas X. He didn't say it in the song. He actually came out and said it. So I think it, until until the day Tyler come out and say, I, I, to be fair to him, I wouldn't just put him in that category. Yeah, and I made a joke with my homie. I said, oh, Tyler just kind of played gay to get that Grammy, and now he's back to <laughs> rapping about bitches and shit again. So he's back on that ignorant shit. So I see the vision. I see the plan. I yeah. see what he did. But nah, yeah, I think he can affirm that. But yeah, it, it, like we said, it's a dope listen. Um, and I, I never want to be too reactionary, especially given that we only have like a day to listen to these albums. And so yeah. much came out that it's hard to say. I never want to be the guy who's like, this is album of the year after yeah. one or two listens or yeah. to even say it's a top five album. But right now, as it stands, and there is still a whole lot of year left music wise. I think this is going to be in my top albums of the year, without a doubt. I uh, think, maybe yeah, I think at the very least, a, top ten. It should be in the conversation at least. Like when we at at in, in December when we doing a wrap up, we should mention this album unless some unless a whole bunch of heavy hitters come out this year. Unless we get a Jay Z, a Nas, another Nas <laughs> album, and all type of random ass, dope ass rappers, Kendrick drop again, Kendrick Drake, some crazy shit. Yeah, and he just <laughs> just so kind of get swept under the rug. But he, this album should be at least in the conversation, at least brought up. I agree, man. And as it stands, it's one of my favorite albums of the year, man. So y'all definitely check that out, um, especially if you on that hip hop tip. I think y'all will enjoy it, even even if you weren't, because I know some people who were not big fans of Tyler when he came out. And I understand, you know, like it's very he was very on some, like we said, troll shit. He was at rap, rapping like some demonic bullshit because he was yeah. just trying to get a rise out of people. He's changed a lot. He's yeah. changed a lot and he's grown a lot. And he, he, like we said, he's grown lyrically, and I highly recommend y'all check out this album. It's a yeah. very good listen. He, he went from dissing Bruno Mars. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> For no reason, too. <laughs> Fuck Bruno Mars. <laughs> I actually agree with that still, though, man. I'm yeah. not Bruno Mars. I'm, I'm just he glad. He, I'm, I'm glad he grew up from that, uh, grew apart from that. And he just kind of <laughs> stay in his own lane now. He probably still feel the same way. Uh, he said something I I crashed that fucking airplane that that faggot nigga Bob was in (laughs) (laughs) what did B.O.B. do to Tyler (laughs) like he was dissing random people for no reason yeah Yeah, so I think that was an Eminem influence on them early on there was a dissing everybody who was famous yeah 100% but it's a new age and yeah like we said check out the album Call Me If You Get Lost uh, I enjoyed it. I got to say that I enjoyed it. Um, another album. I know you were looking forward to this. I didn't even know this was dropping until you put me on to it. <laughs> so um, I did take a quick listen to this. Uh, BFB to Pac-Man mm-hmm. of Free Joe Exotic fame. <laughs> the rapper who uh, supposedly still works at UPS or, or USPS Postal yeah. Service. Yeah, mailman. Um, Yes, and he's been a he's been rapping. He's from Detroit. Yeah, and moved and to Houston. Yes, moved to Houston, and he's still he's a rising star, man. He dropped what I think is he's calling his uh, debut album. 
we'll, we'll just go with that even if it's not a project because I feel like this has to be an album the way it's chock full of features yeah so uh some of the features he has on here man really surprised me he got Benny the Butcher yeah he that got, was the biggest surprise to me yeah and that sounded like a Benny the Butcher song too man it sounded like <laughs> it was, that it sounded like it was his shit. beat yeah yeah <laughs> it, it sounded like he said hey Benny you got something I can hop on <laughs> that, it, it sound it's funny because that was the one song that kind of st- stuck out like a sore thumb <laughs> that song it, it no it did but it was kind of fine because I'll admit I, I will fully admit I did not have time to listen to this whole album just because there was a whole lot to listen to this week, man. Yeah. Something had to make the cutting room floor. And I knew you was going to have this album cover. So yeah. I was like, let me just listen to the, what I think might be the highlights here. Let me skim through it a little <laughs> bit. And I went straight to the to the Benny the Butcher song first because that shocked me seeing that feature. Like, wait, what? Yeah. But that song was fire, man. <laughs> uh, it, it did sound like that Griselda type grimy ass uh, uh, music they put out, man. So that that was surprising. He and BFB the Pac Man sounded pretty good on that beat. I gotta say, so I did. And, and Benny the Butcher had a great verse. I thought maybe yeah. I haven't heard him in a while, but I feel like that he's a good rapper. But I feel like in particular he killed that verse, man. Yeah, he put I a agree. little extra into that. Yeah, <laughs> he like no. if this if this nigga gonna be a comedian <laughs> on the track, I gotta kill this shit. <laughs> no, nah, uh, Benny. Benny had a great verse on that out on that song, man. I, that kind of caught me by surprise. Mm. Uh, he also had Zach Fox, um, who was teasing dropping an album as well. I guess he's fully getting into the rap bag now. <laughs> um, Coy Larray, who we talked about, is one of the XXL freshmen. Yeah, also Benzino's daughter. <laughs> Uh, another song with Sada Baby, including you know Free Joe Exotic, which of course is on there. So yeah, some good features. Like I said, I- I'll give my quick review because I didn't listen to the whole thing. But from what I heard, uh, I enjoyed it a whole lot, man. Um, I thought it was a little long, and that was one thing. I the only knock I would have against it, it felt like it was just whenever I, I hit an album that's more than fifteen songs, I'm like, uh, yeah. are you kind of scrolling through trying trying to find what what's really hidden? He had like three skits on here, which is taking me back to the old school days. Like, I thought we yeah. killed the skits, man. But he <laughs> had some skits on here. I'm like, all right, all right. But from what I heard, man, the production is fire. Um, he's he's rapping. He We knew he was a funny-ass rapper. Um, people call him like the new ODB, but I think he's a better rapper than that. ODB, old ODB all due respect, yes. Oh yeah. All due respect, he was a funny dude, but he wasn't like rapping, rapping. Yeah, be the Pac Man's actually rapping on this shit. So yeah, he was. Uh, OD, yeah, I don't like that comparison. The ODB yeah. is a little more gritty, and um, he he has some funny shit, but it wasn't like this. This is full blown comedian style. The way uh, Pac Man rap. This is yeah. He's kind to me. This kind of remind me of the black. Uh, he's like a black little dicky. <laughs> but uh, be- uh, but to me to me a better rapper. I, I like him better than Lil Dicky. Oh yeah, I me too. I, I, I got something against uh, certain white rappers for some reason. I don't. I I, <laughs> I feel you hundred percent, man. I don't like Lil Dicky either. Yeah, because I really te- don't. technically you could say, "Wow, this guy rapping his ass off." But I don't know for some reason I just can't put myself to be like, "Yeah, he's." I don't. I don't know what it is, man. Maybe I'm being biased. But I I don't know. I, I like to me he's the better black little dicky. <laughs> I don't like anybody who I feel is rapping ironically. 
<laughs> I don't like anybody who feels like they're rapping as some kind of joke. Yeah, like, because hey, he was a it. comedian. I'm an awkward white guy, but hey, I'm rapping. Like, I, I don't like his whole vibe. I don't like his fucking show. I saw some <laughs> clips. It's not funny. I, 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 I don't like him, man. I hate to sound like a hater, but I'm not a fan. Uh, rest in peace to Mac Miller, the one dude I really respect who didn't sound like he was coming off like that. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. We're talking about BFE the Pac-Man. Uh, Figgy, I know you listen to this album in full. You're looking forward to it. What are your thoughts on BFB the Pac-Man's album? Oh, I forgot to mention the title. The title of this album is Fat Niggas Need Love Too. <laughs> so, figure, what are your thoughts on BFB the Pac-Man's album titled Fat Niggas Need Love Too? Um, I guess it is what it is, what the titles say. <laughs> I guess everybody need love too. But um, I, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a solid album. Um, you you mentioned it was a lot of joints on here. I want to say maybe five or six of them I already heard or uh, I already heard. It felt like I'm like, damn, I thought this song was on the last uh, project, but um, he had a lot of stuff on here that I already heard. The Wiz Khalifa song, Fun Time, that was actually my introduction to um to Pac Man. That was the first okay. because I seen the video and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is this a real? rapper <laughs> like the shit he was saying talk about how he he, he um he fuck on tiktok because he nut quick and all this other shit <laughs> and i'm just like i'm like wait is this real and then wiz khalifa was on the song rapping for real i'm like man i'm like wiz khalifa probably shouldn't have hopped on that song because he kind of <laughs> to me I, I felt like pat man you know set the tone for the song and then at the very end, you got this serious, uh, serious rapper talking about papers and f- different flavors. And was it just me, or did it sound like Wiz Khalifa was particularly uninspired on that song? He, he sounded like he couldn't even keep up with the beat. He had no energy at all. I was yeah. surprised. I would have thought he would have been more into it. Yeah, I felt like that beat wasn't even right for him because it's a Detroit beat, and um, it, so it's kind of up tempo. So it was it was kind of shocking that he was even on that particular beat, but um, I agree. I felt like he was, you know, it seemed like he was struggling a little bit, man. I could I could do without that Wiz Khalifa verse, but um, yeah. Um, but as far as the whole album, man, I think it was. I thought it was solid, man. I I can't remember the last rapper I listened to and laughed from front to back <laughs> of an album. <laughs> Like I literally riding in my car and he say some goofy shit. <laughs> like, oh, uh, my mama a crackhead and blah 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 blah. Like, like I just bust out laughing. Like, man, this nigga. <laughs> like you, you know, you, you see some niggas say something so funny. You like, man, this nigga is stupid. <laughs> like this nigga really said this. But um, the the one thing I kind of I kind of worry about him, man, because he is a heavy set guy. He kind of, he, he looked a little nerdy, and you know he still got his job. He he say a lot of stuff in the, uh, in his raps where it seemed like he talking more down on himself. If that if that makes sense, yeah. So you know you know how people you get people that talk about themselves because they you know they don't really feel confident, so they rather laugh at themselves instead of walk around like they the man. It seem, I wonder if that's the case because he mentioned a lot uh, uh, how. I guess his his dad, you know, is a crackhead and you know all this other stuff and 
just it, it seemed like it's some deep family shit. I ain't trying to get deep on this conversation on the album, but it seemed like he he's he went through a, a lot of deep shit, and it just seemed like he trying to find a way to laugh at it or laugh. I mean, you know, talk down on it to make himself feel better. I guess if that makes sense. So no, I I got that vibe too, man. I think there's some pain there. I think he definitely. Spoke on it on the album too. Yeah, but he make it funny. I I, I feel guilty of laughing at the shit because it it could be some pain because I I knew people that was you know f- you know fat or ugly or something like that and they just you know they talk about themselves so much because it's like hey everybody else talk about me I might as well talk about myself and laugh at it type thing. So I wonder if it's this. I I would like to get. I'm trying to get them on the podcast. But I wonder if that's the case. But um, hopefully it's not. Hopefully he, you know, he doing it all out of fun. Hopefully he's this goofy guy that likes doing shit like that. But um, yeah, that the the album is pretty good, man. I I this is the one Detroit rapper <laughs> of this current style that I really like. He uh, maybe just little shit like, hey, I'm trying to fuck Karen Silver. But blah 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 blah. <laughs> it's just like, huh? <laughs> like he he really be saying some wild shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I enjoy this man. Check it out. It's called Fat Niggas Love. Uh, Fat Niggas Need Love too. Um, be a be the Pat man. Um, if you see him out delivering mail, man, just honk your horn and <laughs> say love the album. <laughs> he be out in these streets. <laughs> Literally. I still can't believe that's actually true, man. I can't believe he's still delivering, working for the post office, man. That's, that's crazy to me. Some, yeah, somebody uh, actually posted a video because he was delivering. He was in his fucking mail truck. <laughs> somebody <laughs> rolled out road, like, hey, are you a BFV the pet man? And he was just like, yeah, what's up? And he was he had mail in his hand and shit <laughs> and uniform. And um and he ended up reposting that video like, man, they tripping, man. I might have to quit this job. <laughs> Like people rolling up on me, and you could tell he was in the suburb too. I don't know yeah. if he was in maybe Cyprus or Acadia or something, but I'm like, man, that's that's wild. <laughs> it really is, man. I find that hard to believe. I got to see him out to believe that, man, because part <laughs> of me just feel like this part of the album rollout or something. Like he <laughs> acting like he's still delivering mail. But yeah, man. To what you said, I think there's some truth to that. I think personally, I found it refreshing that the way he raps is like the condescending make fun of yourself stuff. It was refreshing to me just because the way these niggas be rapping and lying on the tracks, like it's okay to admit you don't get bitches all the time. Yeah. It's okay to admit, like, my, to make funny yourself. Dick ain't a that bit, big. Man. Yeah, like shit, like that. That's funny to me <laughs> yes. that that somebody was actually be real. Like, but. I do wonder because, yeah, a lot of fat people do do that. One line I didn't like that Benny said, he said something like, oh, you, you making moves, uh, uh, Pac-Man. Uh, I don't know why you ain't fuck Lizzo yet. Are you about to fuck Lizzo or something? Like, why he got to fuck Lizzo? Because yeah, they both fat? No, now to be fair, it's, it's a little backstory to that. Um, uh, Pac-Man have been posting a lot in the past about trying to get on with Lizzo. He's he been oh, okay. posting on Instagram. He, he posted a screenshot of him sliding in her DM, and of course she didn't respond. She probably don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> but he he been he was on, I don't even know if he's on that same shit now. But I want to say it was like maybe a couple months ago or last year 
he was like on this, hey, I'm trying to get on with Lizzo type thing. I don't know if he was doing it as a joke. But, um, yeah, he's just a stupid, silly-ass nigga, man. <laughs> he, I think he said something about Cash Doll in the song, who's from Detroit, I want to mm. say. And um, I guess she ended up hearing it, and she fucking, um, I guess she DM'd him and pretty much cussed him out and then blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> so he posted that, like, damn, I was just playing. Like, I ain't really mean that shit. <laughs> So just just little shit like that, man. He seemed like a funny ass dude, man. That's what like I hope I get I hope I um get him on the podcast. He seemed like yeah. a silly ass dude, down to earth too. And you mentioned I know I just hijacked your <laughs> what you were saying, but that's um, all good. He um yeah, it it was refreshing to me as well just to hear the other side. Like I we always hear about all the bitches niggas got, all the cars niggas got. All the money and how good they look, how how big they dick is, and all this other shit. <laughs> but we, you know, he was rapping about the opposite. This is talk about, hey, you know, I got a million dollars and still um, bought a Honda Civic. Civic, and, you know, <laughs> just little shit, just little goofy shit. We just like, man, did this nigga just say this? But uh, it's good to hear shit like this, man. Once in a while, I, I don't really care for the Detroit rap. But um, him, he he's an exception for me. No, I agree, man. I agree. Um, I enjoyed the album from what I heard. I'm going to go back and listen to the whole thing. Like I said, there's a lot that came out, so I couldn't listen to everything. But I did enjoy the album. And, and yeah, man, the Lizzo thing, I just don't like how when it's a fat guy, he got to get paired with a fat woman. But when it's yeah. a fat woman, she could talk about Lizzo could talk about having a new nigga who played for the Vikings yeah, and shooting her I shot agree. at Chris Hemsworth and Chris <laughs> Evans and all this shit. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah, like no, you saw, I, I know you. I know you saw that meme of the nigga with the six pack. It was a cartoon. I know you've seen this, man. It was like a little cartoon drawing of a, a nigga uh, with a six pack, all sexy flexy with dreads and shit. I think he had a beard too. Uh, talking to this girl with the fucking Barcelona jersey on who, who was super thick, like she was fat. And somebody tweeted that and said, it's the vibe we on this summer. <laughs> and all the women were like yeah yeah this is what i'm gonna yeah. be on like mm-hmm. niggas I, I don't like how niggas just expected to fuck anything they got, yeah they got it they gotta accept anything from a woman yes. no matter what they look like how tall short fat skinny they but gotta accept you, it but when you look at rick ross or uh, dj Khaled and look at their girl like everybody says oh she just with him for the money you know, something yeah. like that. Oh, they just like him for the money. They can't like him because, because you know, he's fat. Ugh. He should mm-hmm. be with another fat. Like, fat, pe- fat niggas got to be with other fat women. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that, man. I don't like how y'all <laughs> playing. But I thought we're about body positivity now, man. Mm-hmm. You can't go out there and get a BBL. I mean, you can't get surgery if you're a guy, but you look at it a bitch. If you tell a woman you got surgery, you look like a bitch, by yeah, the way. No, you, can't. you can't tell no woman yeah. you got surgery. You just, you just got to own being fat or yes. lose weight the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> women women can take the shortcut and just get surgery and be yes. cool. And we would accept that. We, we would be fine with that. I'm, I'm sure some guys that say no you know all this other stuff but for the most part guys will be fine with that 
But if you're a fat guy, you got to either stay fat and just <laughs> dress super fly and have a whole bunch of money or you got to work your ass off to lose weight. <laughs> there's no other op- there's no other real option. Yes, it's un- it's seen as unreasonable for a fat dude to be with a dime piece. Yeah. But for a one big woman to pull like a fine dude is accepted. Yeah. I don't like that, man. Men have body issues too, dog. I, I don't like that shit. I don't like the doubles. I know women have double standards too. I know we all have double standards. I just don't like that shit. Yeah. I don't like it. I got you. Yeah. Shout out to BFB the Pac Man. <laughs> the lunch crew comes. I gotta play this. It's called Honey Pack. <laughs> Make an appearance on the podcast, man. Yeah, we need them. <laughs> And this crew called the Lunch Crew Company. <laughs> this shit too crazy. Too crazy. Nigga ran off on the plug. Is you stupid? Uh, bitch, this a milkshake, not a smoothie. Get yeah, yeah. a nigga block with that chop. How you doing? B- bitch, we got your location. Where you moving? Uh, if she ain't fucking put her on the block list, uh, you don't fuck on first night. Girl, stop it. Uh, 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 I don't like good bitches. They just not uh, it. I only fuck with whores. I'm, I'm toxic. toxic. Wait a second. Damn, Daniel, where'd you find this? A stand up guy. I don't throw rocks and high fish. She wanna lick my ass. I don't mind it. You need antibiotics. Dove soap can high fish. I hit the bitch with $20. She can't squirt the cream. She unappreciated about the 20. That's a smoker's dream. I only fuck with hoes. If you ain't that, you just another fool. You dumb. I'm never picking cash dial over Percolese. If I sign a record deal, it's gonna be OVO. I'm eating roof crisp four years ago. It was four for four. I made my name in Houston. No cap. I feel like Tony Snow turned on 10 labels. I own my shit. I'm the fucking goat. Dog, that's a sheep. Honey pack dick. Wake her up and put her back to sleep. I wanna lose weight, but my brain keep telling me to eat. I make my bitch and kids leave the house so I can beat my Yo. meat. Hey, I'm done. Yeah, that's a just a sample of what you'll be in store for if you check out the BFB the Bag Man <laughs> album, y'all. Check that out. It's called Fat Niggas Need Love to now streaming. Support the man. Uh, I would say get him out that job, but I think he's there by choice now. So yeah, he can leave whenever. when he wants yeah. to leave. I think he just bullshit. <laughs> if he's around. still working there, I still don't know <laughs> if I believe it. Um, a couple other things did drop. Um, I didn't hear too much of this. Did you hear the new Ken the Man single? Uh, I actually did. I did. Okay, what do you it, think it, about it? It's a banger, man. She, she, man, she, she be dropping some shit, man. She's. I think she's up there. She might be. A, I think she. I think she might be my favorite out of all the female artists we've been talking about. We've been talking about um, her, Erica Banks, um, Big J. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but Candy Man. She. She. I can't wait till her project drop. Her project dropping. I want to say next month. So um, yeah, I think it's a dope song. If you if you like the city girls type of shit. Um, you'll like her, man. Um, uh, her producer, um, uh, what's her name? I th- I think his name is Bit Cuz. Bit Cuz. Not sure. But um, some hard ass beats. Uh, all from Houston, Houston zone. So um, check them out, man. It, it's really dope. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I got to go back and listen to that. Uh. Ken the Man song. I'm sorry, I was scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I was scrolling through Twitter. My bad, man. I saw this shit. Uh, <laughs> Trouble tweeted: If R. Kelly got out and had a free concert, would you go? <laughs> Keep it real, too. <laughs> 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 
First reply is hell yeah, I'm finna be singing my heart out too. I'm sorry, man. I know I distracted no. from <laughs> what was that from a uh, woman? No, trouble. Oh, trouble. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, he I thought that shit. Oh, I said who was the first reply? Oh, that I think I can't even tell from the picture. It might be a woman. <laughs> I can't tell this picture is like a weird collage. One hundred percent it's a woman. Yeah, it it probably is. It probably is. <laughs> I think it's a she got a collage of somebody who uh, whatever. But yeah, there's yeah. a lot of women in reply saying yes, they would. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there because we got somebody else to, uh, toxic to talk about in a little bit. But anyway, other things that came out. Uh Doja Cat dropped an album. It is called Planet Her. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to this, but I do know Doja is, is very talented, man. Say what you want about the so-called racial chat room yeah, showing I, feet. I was going to ask you, is she still canceled? <laughs> I don't see. Here's I, don't, the thing. I don't know the cancellation rules. I don't think she really. I mean, she made a song with some racial weird undertones in it a long time, a while back. Um, but I don't think anything, I mean, she, she did the whole apology tour or whatever, but I don't think like if she's canceled, then the cancellation requirements are getting very low. Yeah. Cause I mean, Chris Brown ain't canceled yet. Really? That, people be moving the, man, I'm telling you, people so, be moving the goalposts, man. <laughs> if Chris Brown, which we we gonna talk about him in a minute, mm-hmm. but if Chris Brown ain't canceled, Doja Cat ain't canceled for being. I mean, nothing because I read on the whole thing because I was really looking to see if there was any fire there. You know, <laughs> does she really hate black men? What's going on here? And then nothing I saw rose to the occasion of outrage. Man, it would be like, okay, she was young and on some fuck shit. But who who cares, man? She's she's like it, it, it was nothing serious. If she's if she was out here, you know, talking about niggers and and, and like doing some crazy racist shit, that would be one thing. Yeah. But I didn't see any of that personally. Yeah. So shit. If anything, man, Justin Bieber should be the one canceled. That too. Yeah, the fucking song, uh, uh nigger song, <laughs> pretty much. Dog. Karen, I think it might have been Karen Civil or somebody else who said uh, Daniel Caesar was on some song. I forget who he was on with. And I think it was Karen Civil or somebody, some other goofy blue check woman. She said, oh, uh, this song is fire, but we definitely should have taken Daniel Caesar canceled ass off and put on Justin Bieber. Mm, She deleted that tweet because everybody reminded her. Yeah. If you remember he said he had that clip talking about one more less nigger if you kill yeah. a nigger and all that shit. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if, if these people ain't canceled, then Doja Cat don't need to be canceled, man. Because yeah. her what she did, it, it was whack, but it does not rise. The people who wanted to cancel her just didn't like her. Period. Yeah, that was just. So we're looking for a reason. Yeah, that was once that came out, then it's like bingo. See, yes, <laughs> it, same, same. It's somewhat the same shit with Meg. Soon as something, some type of drama happened, see, yep. I never liked her. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never cared for her. But where was all these people at before? But. Nah, that's a whole another conversation. <laughs> we gonna talk about Megan again in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but Doja Cat's very talented, man. She she's one person who I believe 
earned her spot fully, even though she was signed to a major label. She's very talented um, and she's an undeniable star, I think. Uh, but I didn't hear the album. I just, like I said, didn't have a whole lot of time to listen to everything. Yeah. But did you take a peek, man? Did you hear this album a little bit? Yeah, I actually heard probably half of the album. But um, I ain't go- this is my first time listening to a Doja Cat project. I only heard- The only songs I heard was the ones that was on the radio. But uh, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of impressed, man. Like, she- to me, I felt like... Um, what Doja Cat is now, because from what I heard, it was mainly pop, poppy, kind of singy. It wasn't no hardcore Nicki Minaj type shit. But um, to me, I felt like what she is now is what Nicki tried to do when she tried to go pop. Uh, her singing records and stuff like that. I, um, I felt like Nicki, I know Nicki had some big hits, but this was after she blew up. But... Um, I felt like she got a lot of shit on here that's better than Starship, in my opinion. I felt like she do that better than Nicki did it. Not saying she's a better rapper or nothing, but just in the pop lane, I felt like Doja Cat is better at that. She, I think, think she's perfect for that role. And I felt like um, she could hop on a hood song with um, City Girls and kill a verse. She's kind of in that lane. She don't have to. She don't have to be Nicki Minaj on the stoop with money and all this other shit. <laughs> but um, she's super talented, man. I, uh, I know she's huge now, but um, yeah, man. She, uh, from what I heard, I I think it sound dope. I I don't know if I'll go back to it or anything, but just off of you know one listen, I'm like, damn, she's actually you know talented, and um. Yeah, I, I don't know how this album gonna do, but um, I I like it so far, man. She yeah, the third song on there, she got Neon Thug on there, and um, he kind of killed it too. I felt like they there was they, they was perfect for that song, and uh, the song is called Payday. But um, yeah, man, I, I I fuck with Doja Cat, man. Like I know a lot of people feel like she canceled and all this other shit, but. Look, man, she she she's talent. She's super talented, man. Until she molests some kids or something, <laughs> or say or say fuck niggers, and I don't want black people listening to my song. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not, but I'm not canceling her. <laughs> she said something about George Floyd that was ignorant or some shit. Yeah, get on her Candace Owens shit, like unless it's something like that. Yeah, nah. yeah, and 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 for real, for real, I I'm not a fan of canceling people. I'm to me, can my definition of canceling artists is telling people not to listen to their songs or why are you listening to their song? You shouldn't listen. To me, I that that's my definition of cancel. I don't feel like that with nobody. Even even with R. Kelly, I don't judge nobody if they still listen to R. Kelly. It's just you know me personally. I might be like ah, uh, you know. Only a few songs, but I'm not like blasting his shit in front of everybody. But um, yeah. I, anyway, back to her album. I, I thought it was dope, man. She's super talented. I think she's doing the pop route better than Nicki did it. And um, yeah, man. If you into that type of shit, just just check it out. Just just hear the talent. Just check out the talent. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out eventually, man. Like I said, she's very talented. Um, I never really thought about it that way, but th- I do like the comparison. She's like a more successful 
pop version of Nikki. Because yeah. Nikki did try to go to that lane, and she still tries to go to that lane in her albums, but yeah. it doesn't. It feels manufactured, man. Yeah, the the singing and stuff. And I think Nikki, yeah. could, I think Nikki was okay with it, but we all want to hear Nikki rap. Yeah, I don't think nobody was asking for that route. But um, yeah, and to be fair, Nikki is a rapper. She's more of a rapper. But Doja Cat, I feel like she need to stick in that lane. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. I think she's doing that. Better than Nikki did it. No, she 100% is, man. And and she's, like I said, talented. You see her. She does Instagram lives where she makes beats on the live and she makes her record. Like, she really came up and she really is very close to her fans, too, man. She she really gives them a whole lot of access. I think she kind of peeled back after the whole cancellation thing happened. But she used to be very open and and really chill with her fans man she used to do youtube lives and facebook live all these instagram lives and just make music and talk to people so nah she she's down she seemed like she's a down-to-earth person cool funny creative and talented and can do the singing and rapping shit better than a lot of people man writes her own shit too i think so that's that's a big plus in the pop world because that's kind of rare these days so yeah yeah it's, man it's i'm gonna check it out it's crazy how she came uh her her big i guess startup was from what is it moo i'm a cow or bitch i'm a cow whatever. yeah bitch i'm a cow moo the song is called moo <laughs> that that's wild man because that's the first time i ever heard of her and i'm thinking like what the <laughs> hell is this and now she down there the biggest pop star that's playing on all these pop stations around here <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and one other song came out. Now I gotta find a clip for you to play because we have to actually get the. Uh, uh, I want to get your reaction because you said you ain't heard this yet. So I'm, I'm gonna link the tweet with the clip of the song, and I want to get your first take on it and what you think about it because it's getting roasted on Twitter. The <laughs> baby who was also embroiled in some other drama. We'll get into a little bit. But the baby dropped a new single called Red Light, Green Light. I'm putting the link in there right now, man. So right. go ahead, click on this. And I want to know your thoughts on the uh, this new baby single. Because I want to know what you think. It is exactly what you think it is, by the way. So I want to get your live reaction to it. Guy here, Captain. I'm not- Baby, probably in the fast car, riding with the cap on, pull off with a bad bad. Thinking that the guy here capping, I'm not these rappers. You gon' have to cap your ass off and back on it, big on me, big. How about that bitch with that shit on? Okay, my dick, I sit me down and she sit on the shit. Them niggas are green light, they gon' get on you. Red light, green light. I'm fucking the bitch in my G nights. With that stick, with that be like my partner won't see something killed. That's what he like. So the first nigga try gon' tell G how I been about that motherfucking sex and some knee high. Since a nappy hair, black ass with pee on. I have emotion, I'm prime time like Dion. How she throw it, I smash from the beat. Look at the fit on me. Go get the tissue. Yeah, so that that is how it sounds. It's very similar to pretty much every other the baby single. Did the same producer make that beat? I would I would assume it has to be. I didn't check Jesse the credits, but it has one. to be it has to be the should guy. <laughs> it has to be him. So what what are your thoughts on this single, man? How how do you feel about the baby and his career trajectory so far? Well, as far as this single, this is 
exactly why I didn't go to this song uh, today. I felt like I was I wasn't gonna miss anything. Usually, when people drop something that don't really drop, or you know, other artists, I will go to it just to see what it sounds like. Oh, okay, if if Meg drops something, I know she's kind of in the same boat too. People feel like she made the same shit, but um, her it's it's not like little baby. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> she she don't be rapping over the same exact beats. So uh, she might have the same content, but she don't rap over the same exact shit. And th- this is a prime example why I didn't even click on it <laughs> this morning. And it it sound exactly the same. It's it's it sound like some uh, it sound like Shug. Everything sound like Shug to me, man. So <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't really care. I ain't gonna sit there and say it's ass, but it's it's definitely it's it's definitely um, pig pen mentality, and um, it, it's the same it's the same shit, man. Like I don't know if he recorded all this shit at one time, <laughs> and you know just Kevin in the tuck, but this. He, I don't look. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that person to say, "Hey, he need to do something different." He need to mm-hmm. rap about something else, but it's very alarming if he just keep coming up with shit like this. It is I, we shouldn't have to tell people, "Hey, rap about you need to rap a different way." Like you, you talk, you talking to a a, 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 a professional. Uh, these rappers are professional. They they know how to make music. They know how to write and all this other shit. And we sitting here trying to tell them that you know, hey, you need to switch the flow up. <laughs> that's that's kind of wild, man, and it, it's a shame that we sitting here saying, "Damn, he need to do something else," or his shit all sound the same. Hey, bro, you need to try something else. Is it, yeah, I, it, it's very alarming, man. And he was one of he was one of my favorite rappers at one point early on. It's the same exact shit, man. <laughs> No, 100% is, man. And people roasted this on Twitter. If you go to that tweet and check the quote tweets, it's people just trashing it. People saying, uh, oh, this nigga still rapping on Thomas the Tank Engine sounding beats. <laughs> this fool said, uh, I need to get a song. What I, he, he tweeted to, the baby tweeted, and he said, what I got to do to get a track with Jay-Z? And somebody <laughs> said, Jay-Z ain't going to rap on those Fisher-Price-ass beats, man. What are you talking about? Hey, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at these tweets. Somebody said, this nigga said, and it's a picture of SpongeBob playing like a flute on his notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not like people are asking him to rap about different stuff, but you can't keep making the same yeah. song. Like, even Megan yeah. ain't making the same yeah. song over and over yeah. again, man. Somebody said, nigga rapping the Squidward's clarinet. <laughs> 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 the the sample was just whack, man. It sounded and the funny I'm thing is, I think he's gonna have to cap your ass off back on the pig on the feet. How about that bitch with that shit on? Can't my dick got sick of the pineapple under the sea? First ball, square pants. First ball, square pants. That actually kind of goes right, man. Somebody gonna make an edit with that. Cause it does sound shit, like he that. Might, shit, he might get copy. He might get sued for that shit. Spun, Nickelodeon gonna call you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you recognize that from episode three seventy nine? Yeah, That's remember, Spongebob. remember when Meek Mill? I don't know if this was true or not, but remember Meek Mill released this on the Drake. It was the Undertaker beat. Yes. And, uh, did he really get sued for that shit? Or 
I think he so, got a cease and desist. Yeah, but yeah, that that was fucking hilarious because the song the song was trash, and he get he, he had to take that shit down too. I feel like this is gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think it's it was actually a SpongeBob sample, but it's funny to call it a SpongeBob sample. It's close. And <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's it's rough. Like the video. Like he he's making like he he has a Jerry curl on for some reason now. Yeah, I thought this was about to be on some boys in the hood type shit. <laughs> <laughs> he he dropped a video for it too, but I'm really surprised he even dropped it because I know he uh, I want to say maybe last year dropped a snippet of this song and people clowned it then. <laughs> so now he's dropping the whole song and people are still clowning it. I, I'm mm. really surprised he didn't go in a different direction after that. Damn. Um. He doesn't seem like he's really growing as an artist at all. Um, and like I said, stick to what's hot. I agree. You could, you should stick to what's hot, but when it's not hot no more, you got to switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> you should not be getting clowned. Look look who the baby was two years ago. And look where he is now, man. Nobody would have guessed he would have fell off like this. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I just pulled up an instrumental. <laughs> Is this the No, somebody, I think somebody remade it. Okay. <laughs> Who live in the pineapple under the sea? Spurs, spurs, square, pigs. Who live in the bucket that live with the knees? Spurs, spurs, square, Yeah, that does I, go together, man. I think man. people got a point. <laughs> Squidward-ass song and... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, somebody got to make a SpongeBob remix with that shit because yeah, yes. that shit was kind of whack, man. <laughs> but in other baby news, which actually happened uh, after our podcast happened last week, but we could talk about this real quick. So apparently, the baby and Megan Thee Stallion fell out. Um, they had a little tiff on Twitter. We'll call it that because uh, Megan did one of those passive aggressive tweets. Where she's talking about someone but didn't mention no names. So at first we were kind of like, who the fuck is she talking about? But then the baby replied. So here's what Megan said. Megan said at first, because I'm sure they probably deleted these damn tweets. So I got to find out where the original shit is. Um, She said... Support me in private and publicly do something different. These industry men are very strange. The situation ain't no damn beef. And I really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some ignorant internet shit and something else. I can't see the rest of that tweet, whatever. <laughs> um, but apparently the baby uh, replied to this and he said, uh, you don't let these folks get the best of you, thug. I don't got no bad energy for you. You know, like I know, I ain't no industry nigga. Let them fool you into thinking that you tripping. Stand on what you stand on without feeling like I'm against you. Stay focused, my G, with the uh, f- black heart and the flex emoji. And then Megan Stallion replied and she said, my stance hasn't changed at all. Yours has. We already spoke about this in private and you said sp- you specifically said that ain't even no good business move. Why would I promote that shit? But now this ain't your beef. That ain't real. But you stay on your business, quote unquote, my G. Now, you sent this in the group chat. Now I was confused as to what the fuck they were even talking about. Yeah. But apparently, the baby did a song with Tory Lanez. 
and there was some issue about him promoting it or helping promote it or doing something about it. Yeah. So clarify this so, for me, man. So, Clear it up for me. Yeah. So they did a song together, and I guess Tory Lanez put it out, and the uh, baby was promoting it. So Meg, so this is how it all started. This is where the rumbling started. Meg unfollowed the baby on Twitter. Yeah, I did hear about that too. So that was a headline before all of this stuff. And then that's after that, that's when Meg went on the whole tweet storm and they went back and forth. And the funny part about it is um Meg, Meg's boyfriend, I forget I forget his name. Uh, partisan Fontaine, I think. Yeah, he ended up jumping in. You see that? <laughs> yeah, I did see that too. He jumped in. I was just like, man, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I guess it's good he defending this woman. I I don't know how true that was or how you know uh, genuine it was, but I, I don't know, man. I just I just hate the whole Twitter shit, man. That, that that shit is one phone call away, man. I just hate the going back and forth on Twitter. I guess this is the new day and age, but but he, I yeah. think they did talk about this in private. Yeah, no, no, I I know they talked about the situation in private, but just even the, you know I'm Team Meg no matter what mm. so, so far, <laughs> and um, just even the tweets, the uh, the the shady tweets, it was just kind of like I, I know it's her personal Twitter. She could tweet whatever she wants. But um, just baby replying, uh, the baby replying, and they going back and forth like that, and then her boyfriend jumping in, it's just like man, like nah, that's <laughs> I don't know. At at some point, shit started looking goofy, man. <laughs> so is is it even worth going back and forth putting on a show like that? It it helps us. It it kind of give us a little more something to talk about for our jobs, but. I mean, if I was the baby, or if I was a um, a rapper that was in in that shit, is it even worth going back and forth with somebody like that? Like, is like what's the what's the payoff for it? I think that should have been a some type of conversation. Now I don't know if they got each other. No, I'm sure they do, but that should have been a hey, what's up? What's going on? Like you you subtweet me type thing and. But just the boy, the the part that bothered me was the boyfriend jumping in. I know he's defending this woman and all that, but I think that that should be a phone call behind the scenes. He he ain't got to go out there jumping in into the mentions and you know stuff like that. And unless people feel like that's that's the way to defend her in twenty twenty one. But to me, well, to me, these are. But these are like public personas. Like these, these arguments are going to spill out into the public eventually. Like I get that it comes off as kind of corny for them to all get into it on Twitter, it's, but it's like just going to happen. It's just, it's just a boyfriend jumping in it and, and, yeah. and on, on Twitter to me. Like Meg tweeted what she tweeted. Of course, baby probably going to tweet it. You see, he he ain't even tried to linger it on. He just tried to say, hey, you know. Um, you change, blah 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 blah. Stay strong with the emoji or whatever. That was sarcasm, though. Like he shitted on but, her. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, he did, but he wasn't trying to keep it. He he in the statement with a question like, "Hey, what about this?" It, it seemed like he didn't try to keep it going. He tried to throw his little shot and say, "Hey, you know, keep doing your thing. Be blessed. You know how you get into it with somebody and they say, "Hey, have a blessed, you know, have a blessed life or something like that." They tried to be a little snarty, but. Hey, stay blessed or, you know, be safe, that type of shit. It seemed mm-hmm. like he tried to end it like that. 
but it kept going and then the boyfriend that's not really trying to end it though man like when you niggas just try to have the last word and act like they're above it all that's what it was was. he tried to have the last word that's what i'm saying he tried to have the last word but you know when you tweet something like that it's not gonna be the last word and you know you're gonna keep it going. Somebody who's this supposed a real nigga like the baby, like you said, he should have just called her when he yeah, saw that I tweet agree. go up. Yeah. And he said, Hey, because you know they close, they kind of came up together, honestly. Yeah. They worked together a bunch of times now. He could have called her after he saw that tweet. He said, Hey, let's talk this out. He tweeted that yeah. shit. I mean, he put that out there for everybody to see, man. And he's the one who escalated it. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I just, I just think just the way he in he said, but uh, stay on your business, my G type of thing. Or no, that was some that was her, but ending it by stay focused, my G, like uh, a black heart and the emoji. It's kind of like that. Hey, have a blessed life. You know what I mean? Like you trying to you trying to be funny, but you saying hey, you you trying to act like you supporting. Like hey, you know you did this, but you know I wish you the best type thing. Mm-hmm. So that that's what that was, but it's it's like man, like what's I don't I don't know, man. Like you, you, our, women are already a little emotional to begin with. A little. So you know you you know she gonna you know come back like nah, nigga, you did this. She she has some shit to get off her chest, and usually she she usually gets shit off her chest when something ain't right. So um. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think he should. I, that should have been a phone call saying, "Hey, look, I I ain't got no problem with you, <laughs> you know, but uh, it's part of my contract. I got to promote this video. I don't really fuck with dude like that for real, for real. But I, I mean, I don't know the situation as far as him, you know, promoting a song or video. But mm-hmm. it, that should have been a phone call. It shouldn't have been aired out like that, like that. And then the to me, like I said, my biggest beef is the boyfriend. It's like I know you're trying to defend your your woman, but it seemed like he tried to jump in there just from a public point of view to show, hey, you know, I'm defending my woman. This how this how it should be, and it's like, man, like, nah, you gotta you gotta call that up, man. That that that's how I feel about it. I I I I know they're a little more famous than we are, mm-hmm. but if I had a if if me and somebody from six ten uh, if somebody tweeted something about me and I knew it was about me. I don't see myself quote tweeting that and responding like how he did and going back and forth. Me, I'm a, I'm a shoot a text like, yo, what's up? Like, what's this about? I'm, I'm going to try to get down to it instead of doing all that stuff on, on Twitter. That that's just me. I, I know everybody ain't like that. And I know it's 2021. So, you know, this is damn near normal, but I just feel like somebody like a little baby with his image. It seemed like he's not a, uh, you know, I know a lot of rappers say, I ain't no Twitter nigga or I ain't no industry nigga. Like, if you're a street nigga, you ain't about to do all that shit, in my opinion. Well, well the underlying issue and, and the real issue is that he appears to be working with Tory Lane. He appears to be working both sides and what this beef is. Now, Oh, do you think that the baby should just come out and say, hey, I'm team Megan. I don't fuck with this nigga. You can't be shooting women. <laughs> or or do you think, because I think a lot of people are shooting Tory Bale. Yeah. Not only just his fans, but also the entertainment industry. Yeah. Like, people are still working with this dude, man. And people are staying silent 
I know there's been a couple people who have been outspoken, but for the most part, the biggest names in music have been very silent. Even fucking, uh, what's his name? Lil Boozy didn't want to say nothing. And yeah, this nigga has something to say, say about, about everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. Children, women, any nothing was off limits until this topic came up. Yeah. So so do you think the baby is wrong for how he's approaching this and in, in working with Tori? How do you feel about that part? I think um honestly, man, I think I, I'm not sure what um Meg's and um the baby's relationship really was. It seemed like they was pretty cool, you know, as far as the music and all that, but I'm not sure if they were really, really friends because you know the industry, it's it's not a lot of friends. It's a lot of, you know, it's more like a, a associates or co-workers, I, I would say. But I wonder what their relationship was really. Because it's a lot of people that don't like each other in these in this industry. And you work with people that work with that person that don't like you. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I don't want to say it's Petty and Meg to say, hey, you doing something with him, so we ain't cool no more. You can't do nothing with me. Because I don't really know, because I don't know their real relationship. They could have been real friends. I don't know. But if it's more of a, um, you know, we worked together, we was cool, we stayed in touch. And I, you know, I I did a song with a nigga you was in a situation with. And we can't do anything anymore. Like, I think, I think, I think that's the problem. I think Meg need to kind of take a step back a little bit because this it it is at the end of the day is this business. You cannot like Tory Lanez, us as fans, we cannot like Tory Lanez, but something going on, motherfuckers, people still want to work with him. Niggas ain't trying to cancel him at all. You know what I mean? I don't really care for the music like that. I don't know what other people see in it, but he's damn near untouchable. <laughs> so I don't know if he got naked pictures of people or. He got some secret files or something, but ain't nobody saying nothing about that situation. It seemed like they trying to protect him a little bit. But um, I think as far as Meg, I think she need to realize that, the you know, people, these people in the industry aren't your friends. So, you know, a lot of these people make business decisions. So, you know, you might not like this artist, but... Um, your your industry friend probably gonna work with that artist if the money right, and, and they probably gonna promote it. So um, yeah, I think that I think that's the part I think she need to realize. So to uh, I guess to answer your question, I don't I don't think I don't think the baby is wrong for working with him because at the end of the day, business is business. If you want to look at it that way, if you want to throw the morals out the window, but um. Yeah, I think I think as far as Meg, she need to just take a step back and don't look at these niggas as your as your you know friends because they gonna do whatever. The industry we see we see it all the time. You gonna work with somebody who's hot no matter what. That's why R. Kelly stayed relevant for so many years after that trial. Mm-hmm. He was he was making hot music. People looked the other way. <laughs> so. um Apparently, Tory Lanez is still hot, and he still got something, you know, to offer. So, you know, people ain't going to not work with him. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think she learned that the hard way, unfortunately. So, yeah, is what it is. 
Um, so we got to run down these other topics real quick, man. We ain't got a whole lot to uh, uh, time left to break down everything. So we just going to skim some hot headlines right quick. Number one, uh, we got to talk about Chris Brown, man. Cancel his ass. Why is there is a article on USA Today named Why Isn't Chris Brown Canceled? Mm. That's a Chris Brown is accused of more violence against women. Are we ready to cancel him yet? That's what the article says. And for those who don't know, uh, Chris Brown was is under investigation for battery. Apparently, he beat a woman. I don't know exactly. I, I guess this was somebody he was seeing. Because this yeah. happened, well, this happened in his home. Mm. And a woman is claiming that Chris Brown slapped her so hard it made her weave come out. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. So uh, apparently the police are investigating, but she is claiming that Chris Brown slapped her so hard that her hair came out. And yeah, man, if this, if it was a one off, I would be like, hey, let's wait till some facts come out, maybe. Yeah. But this is a uh, pattern of behavior with a young Christopher Brown. Um, so well, that's a, a a good question and one that I've never seen an answer for because wasn't he just on somebody? Wasn't he just on the Her album? Yes, he, he was. Yeah, yeah. He he's on these big releases. He's he's definitely not canceled from a mainstream music perspective. Uh, why isn't he? I mean, if everybody else is, he has a pattern of behavior. Uh, the Rihanna thing was a while ago, but it did happen. We still got the pictures of that. Uh, Figgy, why do you think Chris Brown is getting a pass to stick around despite his erratic and allegedly violent behavior? I think for one, his um, his talent. I think a lot of people still feel like he's super talented and he still got something to offer. But number two, there ain't no video out, man. <laughs> I think it, I think it's gonna take a video of a situation, uh, uh, a bad situation to happen for people to say, you know what, we gotta, you know, nah, like that that was wrong. It would take a, to me. I think it would take a Ray Rice video. I know Rihanna had the pictures and stuff like that, but that wasn't even during this type of Twitter time. <laughs> I think if it was during this Twitter time, I think he would. I think he would have been real. In tr- he would have been in trouble for real, and I and he was in trouble during that time. So he he took a lot of heat from that time, man. I thought his career was gonna be over, and he still survived. But um, yeah, I think it's. I think for him to really get canceled, I think it's gonna take a some type of Ray Rice video to show like, damn, this this dude is really sick in the head. He. He got real problems and um, some type of charge or something, but um, it's 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 not even surprising, man. It's 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 really sad to show you know he was he was a star at like 16, 17 years old, and it seemed like it's getting worse and worse. The what you know, I ain't trying to judge nobody for dying their hair and all that stuff, but. Just the way he been carrying himself over the past few years, it seemed like he's not really in a healthy state of mind. I don't know what's going on. A lot of people say drugs. That could be uh, allegedly. I I don't know, but he really don't. He really don't seem right. And um, and it seemed like he's not trying to get help. 
I haven't seen anything of him trying to get help at all throughout his, I mean, after the Rihanna thing, I guess. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess people, I guess he got to, it got to get to a point where his music suck too, where his music not good at all, where it, it, everything is bad, where people say, yeah, you know, he ain't got nothing to offer. So, yeah, remember that thing he did with Rihanna 15 years ago? Let's let's bring that back up and get him out of here because he, he don't really have anything to offer, kind of like the R. Kelly thing. But, yeah, I think, um, I think it's going to take something to be seen on video as far as, like, a, a DV situation to be like, damn, like, this is awful. <laughs> and that's still not guaranteed. <laughs> I no, it really isn't because yeah. I feel like women would just ask what it was a woman doing. You know, yeah. what about the video before he threw that haymaker <laughs> to that woman's head? Yeah, he's and it's tricky because um music the music industry there's it's not like a real company or job. These labels mm-hmm. aren't about to uh, let you it's not like an NFL team a team just release you and that's it. These these record labels, they are not about to release you because of a a, 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 a situation on video. You got motherfuckers going to jail for life, and yep. they're still not out their record. You ain't never seen no record label say, hey, we decided to, you know, release them from this and move forward. Nope. They they keep your ass locked in as long as, long as they can until they finish with you. And, um... Yeah, so I I don't think that I don't think it'd be a situation where um I guess a la- uh where a label say, you know what, let's he he just he he was seen on video doing this and let's, you know, let's stop his music or anything. Nah, they going they going to keep him until he's dr- uh, bone dry. Yeah. Just like R. Kelly because they I think I don't think R. Kelly signed under anybody now. But they just fucking got him out uh, off the record label not that long ago I want to say it, it was kind of recent during all of this um all of the um the trial shit that was going on so um it ain't no way it's like I said it's not like the NFL where you could just release them and that's it <laughs> or you get fired from your job there's there's not really a job when it comes to you know these type of entertainers that's why you see the um the uh, what's the what's the guy that not I, I, I was about to say David Spade but uh, Kevin Spacey you got people like Kevin Spacey who get accused for whatever he did and they just go ghost and then years later they pop up in a, some type of show or video or movie so the the, the industry kind of weird with that man so it it seemed like it's super impossible to cancel somebody. But it, it it would take a lot. It would take some probably some like real jail time to cancel somebody. Yeah, well, the problem is he's still young. Women think he's attractive and they still like his music. So yeah. we left that to y'all women long enough. Y'all don't want to cancel this man, so fuck it. We on the Gym to Juice podcast are going to lead the cancel campaign against Chris <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Thinking, okay, 
I can't listen to R. Kelly no more. We can't listen to R. Kelly no more without getting dirty looks and some weird uh, eyeball stares when you, oh, R. Kelly, really? R. Kelly? Even though he has some of the best music of R&B ever made, people claim that about Chris Brown. Let's see if we can live without some Chris Brown songs, okay? Put on Run It. Put on the (laughs) so-called classic Run It by Chris Brown. Let's see if we can cancel Chris Brown, because apparently we can cancel R. Kelly. We don't need (laughs) R. Kelly music no more, according to a lot of Twitter and people out there. So look, y'all don't want to cancel Chris Brown because of songs like this. We got to keep this around, really. (laughs) You going to tell me this song is more important than Step in the Name of Love? <laughs> nah, we cancel it. Let's cancel all of it. Remember when Jasmine, y'all was arguing about this and Jasmine yes, brought this I song do. up? <laughs> yes, I asked her what classics Chris Brown has, and she said, Run it. Run now, it? To be fair, this is not a bad song. But come on, man. This is a very 2001 sounding song. This, this, this is, song sounds. This, this is a song you'll hear at the, um, the 2000s party. Exactly. You ain't just you gonna hear this out of nowhere. got the pre-9-11 vibes to it, man. <laughs> so, so, yeah, y'all telling me y'all can't live without this, really? I think we can cancel Chris Brown. What what other classic songs Chris Brown got that we can't live without for him not to get canceled? Hmm? Yeah. Excuse me, miss? Is that what that song's <laughs> called? Yeah. I know that's the Jay-Z version. <laughs> how, how can we not live without these Chris Brown songs, man? I'm gonna lead the campaign. <laughs> R&B has gotten to a good enough place where we can live without these Chris Brown songs. Now we don't need them no more. We yeah. don't. We can cancel Christopher Brown. We don't. We don't need. What is this? We can go without this. Whatever this is, we can go without. It. See, <laughs> this so-called classic song. They be playing old 2000s hits in HEB. I never hear this song. <laughs> I don't hear this song at the cookout. Just imagine if you was an HGB and this came on. <laughs> you sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Get the Harlem hat to the side. Yeah. The, <laughs> the big ass clothes. <laughs> Harlem shaking in the fish aisle. Yeah, man. No, y'all tell me y'all can't live without this. Y'all tell me we can't cancel Chris Brown because he's too important to music. Really? If this song is important. Nah, man. If y'all want to cancel R. Kelly, fine. I, 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 I understand. Cancel this too. <laughs> we canceling catalogs now. We can live without this. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> this is damn double commercials, man. Get out of here with that <laughs> bullshit, dog. Chris Brown, it looks and also, yeah, he has to be, and I don't like ever speculating that somebody's on drugs, but if you've seen Chris Brown lately, every time I see him, he looks worse. Yeah. Like a lot worse. Yeah, because you you see people that you could tell, like, damn, you could tell that person in good spirits, they healthy. But with him, it seemed like, damn, it seemed like something wrong. It's not like I know he not 17 years old. So but to, just to compare how he looked then pre pre Rihanna uh, situation and then how he looked now, it's like, damn, it looked like he went through something. He he will be the prime to me. He will be the prime example of damn homie in high school. You was the man, yes. homie. The fuck happened to you? He will be that. Nah. He will be that person to me. Shoot, even five years ago, what the fuck happened to you, man? His hair, I don't know what the fuck going on with his hair. Every day it's a different color and shade and texture. He looks so skinny now that you could tell it's something like either he's sick or he he has a bad addiction. Yeah. He is very frail looking now. Like he looks like a ghoul. Like he looks like a zombie out of thriller, man. He looks, he, he don't look good. 
And and maybe that's part of the reason why. Maybe he's fighting some demons. I don't know. I don't want to make light of that. But yeah, he looks rough, man. He 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 needs somebody to to slow him down. Maybe he needs a stint. Like Gucci Mane got cleaned up in prison. Maybe Chris Brown needs to just go to prison. Yeah. And I hate saying that for a black man, but maybe he needs to be somewhere where he can't be causing no trouble. Yeah. Oh but, no, man. Yeah, but like and all um like being for real, I I always be worried about Chris Brown, man, because he's one of the artists, you know, how you got some of them artists or actors that's that's like, damn, like I don't want to wake up and see that headline of, you know, this artist passed away or f- found dead at age 32 or whatever. I that's he's on that list for me. And I'm not, uh, you know, I ain't trying to get dark or nothing, but I'm, just, you know, I'm, I'm worried. It seemed like nobody, nobody has stepped out to help him. It seemed like they, everybody cool with him, and letting him do whatever he want to do. But we, we never seen nobody to step up and say, "Hey, man, like you need to, you know, you need to let's let's talk and let's let's talk about life, man. Let's let's get you together, type thing." It seemed like everybody just rolling with it. Just to, it, it, it's it kind of remind me of Whitney a little bit, Whitney Houston, how yeah. everybody was just rolling with it, and we seen all the crackhead jokes and all this other stuff, and everybody was just everybody was just hey that's Whitney, that's Whitney, and then it was like a ticking time bomb, and then eventually you know it you know what happened happened, so I, I, I'm I'm worried about Chris Brown man <laughs> I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest music fan of Chris Brown, but you know, he to me he just looked rough. And he should he's he's still young, man. He's still what he, he probably like our age or might be a little mm-hmm. young. Yeah, or yeah, he he, sh, he shouldn't look like that, man. He should be way more he should look way more healthier. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it is. And hopefully he gets some help if he needs some help. And I think he definitely needs some help right now. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, the good question, why isn't Chris Brown canceled? Why is he still on these mainstream? Why are people in the industry still fucking with him? Why are women still defending him? Hmm. I thought men were the toxic ones. Hmm. What happened to that? Anyway, hmm. Yeah. Moving on, we ain't got it. Okay, we 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 need to speed run for real. I know we say it every time when we talk about one topic for an hour, but we <laughs> got to speed run the rest for real, man. Um, Trick Daddy said Beyonce can't sing and Jay Z ain't the greatest. <laughs> did you? See I didn't this even. Clip? No, play it for me. I haven't seen this yet. So he I was, did he see it. So he was on Clubhouse, which I ain't know people still be on Clubhouse. Me neither. It's it's a dying breed so, now. Um, yeah, it's, now to be fair to his his credit, you ain't supposed to be recording pe- niggas on Clubhouse. That's supposed to be a place where you could just say whatever you want, and you know the shit won't be recorded. But it's twenty twenty one, and this is what he said. This was that conversation. Well, cause she see money. Beyonce ain't trying to give back the music and that. Beyonce don't write music, city. and Betty can sing her motherfucker. So Beyonce can't sing. I don't like Beyonce. Okay. She definitely can't sing. I don't know why they be thinking she can sing. They just Man, I watched my dog from a train Beyonce do a vocal lesson all her career, man. Beyonce can't come back. What the fuck, wait, plop, plop. What the fuck is that? Somebody put their fucking tag in this shit. 
Dog, like this was such, a, <laughs> like this was some exclusive song that yeah. nobody heard of. You ain't got to put no producer tag Dog, on the fucking this ain't clubhouse fucking, clip. This ain't fucking 2002. That's fucking annoying. It's okay, keep playing yeah. it. Kelly, 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 she not roll like that. I, 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 I can't tell it. Over. I'm going to say I'm, I'm my unpopular opinion right now. Beyonce is to R&B the city. what Jay-Z is to New York. That's why they get Jay-Z ain't never won the, the, the greatest rapper alive. Whoever, whoever put him on a, a level of that. New York lost yeah. big. They needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega of, of, of hip hop, and they just handed it over to Jay Z. You go back and you do the history of Ray. Beyonce <laughs> fucking with her because she's. That's it. Okay, that's enough. I can't take that don't, producer and, tag or whatever yeah, tag one more. Yeah, yet. whatever they say. Don't go to that site, man. Do not go to that site. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that was super annoying, man. Um. <laughs> So, your thoughts on Trick Daddy saying Beyonce can't sing. And one thing I hate about Clubhouse is whenever a celebrity gets into a room, the room just pumps them up. Nobody yeah. even, look, come on, man. Where else could you go in America with full of black people and say Beyonce can't sing and everybody agree with you? Yeah. If you're a regular nigga. But if you're a celebrity and everybody on your dick in a clubhouse room, you can say Beyonce can't sing, and everybody like, oh, you sure right, sure can't. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's funny. We was on Clubhouse for a hot second, but um, to me, Clubhouse showed that people aren't who they are behind their avatars Mm -hmm. because the Clubhouse, you actually got to fucking talk and explain your fucking self not not no bullshit ass tweet and then say hey you know argue with your mama or some shit so um it kind of shows you that you know i guess you 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 really gotta you really gotta explain yourself on there it's not like twitter but but actually i disagree i feel like every time and maybe i just haven't been on clubhouse enough but every time I'm in Clubhouse, it's everybody agreeing with each other. Like, I never hear, I rarely hear any differing opinions. I rarely hear, heard anybody, like, going back and forth. It was always some nigga, some nigga went in a room and said, Hitler did what he had to do for his people. I, I don't know that. if you saw that. Yeah, they, saw banned, that. they banned that room. Yeah. I think the people who got, that got banned from the house. <laughs> this nigga went in there and said Hitler did what he had to for his people. And everybody yeah. was like, uh, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and see, that's my point. Because if he would have said that on Twitter, how many people would have been saying, yeah, that's a good point? It no, they would have tore him apart on Twitter. Yeah, that, that's my point. On Twitter. So, but now you on there, you know, you got to speak and you got to, you know, you got to fucking argue. <laughs> you know what I mean, don't, don't nobody want to argue now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's why I think Clubhouse kind of exposed people for um, all these fucking Twitter people that argue all day long in the comments and shit. Now, Clubhouse, hey, you know, this is how I feel. And everybody like, oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Put it no. like that, you know. Mm. Yeah, but on Twitter, <laughs> they be writing a fucking paragraph. <laughs> you can say I Old love thread. You could yeah, you could say I love Jesus and they have a whole fucking paragraph why um that's not true or some shit. So yeah, that yeah, that's that's what I think about the that's why I like that's the one thing I did like about Clubhouse. 
Because all the people that be talking shit on Twitter and always disagreeing with you, they get on there and they don't be saying the damn thing. And that's kind of the problem with having rooms, because when you have a room, you're only going to have like minded people in that room. With Twitter, it's like everybody interacting, which kind of makes it shitty, but good at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's chaos, man. You have a politician talking to Cardi B. Mm-hmm. about some stupid rails because you get that for twitter man <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that that being said i had nothing else to say about trick daddy and his ignorant views man i don't know he, he gotta <laughs> fix his face before he has nerve to talk about beyonce and jay-z like it's one thing to say you're not a fan it's one thing to say her singing is not up to par with the whitney houston's and mariah carey i think that's fair to say she he, can't sing he had no he had no substance to it he, yeah, all he did was say she can't sing, and Jay Z yeah. was never awarded. Like that's an award you can win, best rapper. Yeah, I don't know what that's, he's talking about. Yeah, that's why I I, res, I respect people who don't really care for Jay Z, and but still say, hey, you know he, you know I respect what he did. Nobody else did it, but he's just not my cup of tea. Like look, Adele, she's not my cup of tea at all. But I kind of respect what she do. She, like she don't dance, she don't move around, and she just stand there and sing, and outsell everybody, outsell Beyonce dancing ass. So I I respect what she do, but you know I'm not a fan. I'm not a hardcore fan or anything like that. So like I I get when people say hey, you know I don't have a problem when people say hey Jay Z, you know I'm just you know I don't really care for him, but you know I 100 percent. Uh, percent respect what he do but don't give me this jay-z overrated and that's it <laughs> like no nigga tell me why he's overrated what's mm-hmm. what's what's whack about him the beats the the the, 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 the lyrics you, like no nah, you gotta give me something else like don't just sit there and say oh he overrated because everybody else like him <laughs> like no nah, if if i say somebody is whack i'm gonna tell them why i don't like them Mm-hmm. Like don't don't give me that bullshit and that that's, that's just a cop out man i i agree man um yeah i had nothing else to add that was well said <laughs> i was sick uh, yeah i didn't even hear that audio because i knew it was gonna be some goofy ignorant shit and it was exactly what i thought it was gonna be so yeah, yeah. that's what the fun you'll find on clubhouse if you're still on there in 2021 so have fun <laughs> Uh, other things real quick, uh, a underreported story about a woman who said T.I. hired a grand hustle artist and paid him 25 K to kill her because I guess she was coming forward with the allegations mm-hmm. uh, of his sexual misconduct. Uh, who do you think the artist was? Was it Young Dro? Uh, nah, <laughs> Dro ain't, ain't about to. Well, I know it wasn't no damn uh, uh, trade of truth. Oh hell no! He, so he, what, he trying what? to save the world. It, it gotta be some. <laughs> it gotta be some artist that ain't making trouble. It. Ain't trouble on Grand Hustle. It might have been him. Who knows? <laughs> Kill somebody for twenty five G's. <laughs> <laughs> he said the Grand Hustle artist, man. So whoever is, yeah. is on it is getting on the page. He pull, so. pull up like um, old dude from the Wire trying to kill uh, <laughs> Clay Davis. Yes. Like, hey, you need to, you need to handle that. <laughs> like D. Clay Davis, downtown Pull Clay up. Davis. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so yeah. Um, do you put any stock right now? I'm I'm in the 
the zone where I believe anything people negative people say about T.I. Because <laughs> look, I, I've already made it clear I don't like him. I think he's a snaky looking shady guy. And Some people nothing, call me Tip, but this is about another kind of tip. tip. Yeah, any anybody who works with Crime Stoppers after having an arsenal of guns and talking about dealing dope his whole career, I don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> so do you put any stock into these allegations figgy these new I, allegations about I, him i think it's real i I'm, i i don't want to sit there and say it's real but it's something there it's it's he trying to put it like it's nothing to see here no nah, i think it's a lot to see here i think it's similar um to to like deshaun watson situation it's, I don't think it's a hey. It's nothing to see here, guys. These, these are all like I think it's some something happened, and now he's in this position. So I, I'm shocked nobody really talking about this. But um, yeah, I guess maybe because people don't really care, um, don't really care for him that much. But um, yeah, man, yeah, I think it's something there. It, it's, it's something there. So if you got yeah. a tip. <laughs> Make sure you call one you know, 800 call, call Crime, Crime Stoppers <laughs> if you heard anything incriminating about T.I. Some people call, call me the, Tip. This is about another kind of tip. <laughs> yes, let, let, let him know a tip about Tip. Let him know that he's out here acting wild trying to kill people. Uh, yeah, I think people just don't really care for T.I. And, and I think this is a wider conversation to have one day. I think T.I.'s influence on the rap game is very much overstated. I think people over-exaggerate the impact he's had on the rap game. Yes, he had a hot few years, but I feel like if he never came out, I feel like everything in rap would have been exactly the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. What what was the moment where he where rappers started doing what he did or exactly created some who was, type of who was out there trying to sound like Ti? Yeah, he, I, yeah. I haven't heard nobody try to sound like Ti, and I, I feel like I feel like he was more the typical rapper. During that time, because, you know, the labels, they always had that formula, uh, you know, having the street records. You got to have that R&B record. You got a record for the ladies. You have a club record. And, you know, that was that was the normal formula. He he just had a, a strong Atlanta accent. <laughs> um, that, that was pretty much it. So I don't, I don't it wasn't like a Jeezy who came out with some different type of style and was talking about trapping all the time. Where you like, what the fuck is this? We ain't know what. This was, or Gucci, who had the you know the kind of Zaytoven sound that nobody ever heard, and mm-hmm. you know it wasn't none of that. I feel like Ti was a typical two thousands rapper. He was man, and the way he tries to frame this as if oh they're just trying to take down a rich powerful black man, and I'm like it that would that would hold some weight if Ti was the type of person who was saying. Hey, we got to defund and abolish the police. We got to take over. We got to. If he was speaking on some revolutionary shit (laughs) and then these allegations came out, I would be like, okay, maybe there could be some kind of conspiracy behind the scenes. I don't know. But this nigga went out in the midst of the George Floyd protests and told everybody to sit their ass home (laughs) because Atlanta is Wakanda. Yeah. Like out of all the black people you could take out, why would you pick T.I.? He seems like the most willing to comply with what the white power structure wants. He did yeah. a Crime Stoppers commercial, man. I know he yeah. had to. It was court ordered, but still. <laughs> he got found with all those guns, and they let him go. 
Yeah. And he was a felon. So, yeah. like, don't, don't sit here and tell me this is some kind of scheme because he's rich and wealthy and a powerful black man and they want to just bring him down. Come on, It's man. a bunch of powerful black men that's not getting extorted like this. Yes. So I, I just think, you know, if you're doing some sleazy, dirty shit behind closed doors, it's going to come to light. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. <laughs> It really is, man. And that's all I got to say about that. We can wrap up by saying uh, congratulations for the Houston Rockets. They got the number two pick, um, which means they're not going to get Cade Cunningham, most likely, unfortunately. The Detroit Pistons did get the number one pick. Now, to be fair, they've been shitty for way longer than the Rockets. Yeah. So I'm not too mad about them getting the first round. It's over, dude. Yeah. I was a little upset at first because it's like, man, these motherfuckers pass on Mellow <laughs> and they got Darko <laughs> Milicic. So it's like, man, y'all niggas don't deserve the the, the first the, the first overall pick for for twenty years at least. Yes. But, yeah, but they they've been a rough team, so I I get it. Oh crap. <laughs> um. So so yes. Uh. That, I mean, I'm I'm down with it. They they've been in the yeah that that Darko Milicic shit was like 20 years ago, man. Like they've been in the dumpster ever since that yeah. championship run they had in the early 2000s. So yeah, yeah they 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 they're well overdue. They have Blake Griffin over there tanking, not yeah. dunking, acting like he was hurt all the time. Then he gets on the nets and he's okay. So yeah, <laughs> yeah shit was silly. They I'm I'm okay with them getting it. Now, Rockets Twitter is just in an endless argument over shit. They take uh, Evan, what's his nigga's name? Evan Mobley. Evan, or, Evan Mobley or Jalen Green. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. Yeah, the it, rebuild is just starting, man. Yeah. It's, it's going to take some time, man. It's, it's not going to be overnight. So, whoever you get at number two, you ain't about to be a playoff team with him, Kevin Porter, and... You know, it's going to be a nice young team, but it's going to take some growing, man, some growing pains. So yep. just be patient and hopefully, you know, they keep they keep the same core, maybe add somebody, um, keep the coach. And it, although eventually in a few years, it should be a, a, a respectable team, I guess. But, um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm, it's right, man. It's going to be a long road, and we're just getting started. So, everybody, hold on tight. Um, something else I wanted to say about the NBA. I don't care. Playoffs. Play, and then, I don't want to talk about it because by the time people listen to this shit, people think it'll be a difference. No, uh, so we'll talk no, about the. Oh, I was going to say what happened. Um, KD got bounced out. I don't think. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Did not do it. Giannis, who I really didn't want to see advance. <laughs> Why you didn't want to see him advance? Or you just, just don't, don't care like for him? him. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. I don't like the shit he said about Harden during yeah. the All-Star game. Like, I feel like it's okay to say that shit behind closed doors, mm-hmm. but to, to openly antagonize somebody like it that. It was a random I, I shot, was, too, because yeah, Harden ain't never came, say anything about him. Dog, it would, it, he wasn't even teed up to say that. Yeah, it wasn't like so a reporter asked him, "What do you think about James Harden?" Yeah, they asked him, "What were your thought on that last possession?" And he was like, "Well, our whole game plan was to go at James Harden because yeah. <laughs> we know we're going to be able to get an easy bucket there." Like, nigga, what? Yeah, and then on so, top of that, he um he he ain't even pick. I think he he passed on him, and when the, when the All Star was doing the, the All Star game, they was doing yeah. the pickums. 
And he's talking about he needs somebody that don't uh, that play. Yeah, that yeah, play that pass the or ball something. or something. Yeah, yeah. this is like, like random shots for no reason, man. It's okay yeah. if you don't like somebody, but nah, it, he was being then ridiculous. The, then the nigga backtracked after James Harden said something, addressed it. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I don't have any problem. I ain't say anything. I'm like, yeah. all right, J- Jay Prince, take- the, he got that call from Jay Prince. <laughs> nigga take 25 minutes to shoot a free throw, man. He gets on my nerves, dog. <laughs> but unfortunately, he did bounce the Nets. The Nets were injured, so that barely count, but whatever. Yeah. So exciting times, man. Uh, NBA people are upset because they might have to go to Milwaukee or Arizona for the finals. <laughs> and they, were, they were just hoping it was going to be L.A. and Atlanta. Yes. Oh, real quick, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. How you feel about uh, Jay Williams saying he was hacked when he tweeted <sighs> <laughs> the first black head coach in Celtics history? See that that was annoying on a lot of fronts. Number one, like first off, it was very embarrassing that he made that. It would be one thing if he was a football guy, like if Mike Golick said that. Like yeah. I'll be okay. You don't know shit about the NBA. You're an NBA veteran. Mm-hmm. Like you you cover this game for a living. Yeah. And you don't know that the Celtics had what the first black coach ever in NBA history. <laughs> and it was Bill Russell. And he played while he was coaching. <laughs> so uh, that was embarrassing enough. But the fact that he lied like he got hacked, now that makes me doubt because he had a story about KD, that story about Kevin Durant that Kevin Durant said was a lie that I believe Jay Williams over him because I feel like Kevin Durant would say something like this in, in private, <laughs> but basically uh, he uh, Jay Williams said that he was talking with uh, Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant said, Hey, don't ever compare me to, to uh, Giannis again. Don't ever mm-hmm. compare me to him. You know, I'm not him. And, and the way he made it sound, he was, he was talking down on Giannis. So Kevin Durant came out and said that was a lie. He never even talked like that. And he definitely wouldn't talk to Jay Williams like that. So I, w- I was actually on Jay Williams' side. Yeah, that, seemed I like feel some, like, that seemed like something KD would say. And Yeah, he shouldn't have said it in public. Yeah. Jay Williams shouldn't have aired that out probably. But it does yeah. seem like some because Kevin Durant is a sensitive dude. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that was something he might say in private to somebody. Mm-hmm. But now that he lied about this, <laughs> lied about getting hacked because he said that uh, uh, the subs are going to have the first black coach in history. Now I'm wondering if he's just a compulsive liar. <laughs> 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 like if he just got a problem with lying and he just be making up shit. Because now I don't trust anything he says. Don't yeah. lie about it. Just say you were wrong, man. Yeah. Just say I was drunk. Say, I would buy that, too. Yeah, or say, damn, I, I totally had a brain fart. Or, you know, I, I totally <laughs> lost my thought on that. I don't know. I'm tripping. You should have said something like that. But the, I, I got hacked. First of all, why would somebody hack you to say <laughs> some say shit that. like that? Yeah, <laughs> To give a bad basketball uh, take. I, I, man, niggas that be hacking, they will tweet, I got PlayStation 5s for $200. <laughs> they would do that before they tweet about the first black head coach in Celtics history. And then like it, it take you a long time to get your account back when you hack. Yes. He, suddenly, he somehow just our, got it instantly. Yeah. Our friend of the show, Cecil Shorts, his Instagram got hacked. And it took him a long time to get back into his account. And they was posting PS5s, DM me, and all type of shit. 
and he could not get into it. His, him and his team tried to get into it. They had to go to the Houston Texans to get his account back. Hmm. <laughs> so you mean to tell me a couple hours later, you you, you get right back into your account and your password? My account was compromised, guys. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not buying that, man. Just, just, just man up and say, hey, that was my fault. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm tripping. Up. Yeah. Was, and then Jalen Rose clowned him on live TV. He was saying something. And Jay Williams was like, no, you're wrong. And Jalen Rose said, oh, I got hacked. <laughs> I was rolling, man. Yeah, man. you know that. Why, why lie bullshit? about that? Yeah. Why lie? You already caught, man. Just, just man up to it. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, that shit was hilarious, though, man. <laughs> uh, anything else to talk about, real quick? I think that's about it. T Pain went viral over that thing he said about Usher, but I don't want. I'm fucking. I don't. I'm out of energy, man. I have yeah. no more. We talk about no more that, takes. We talk about that next week or something. Yeah, we'll say that for them. Oh yeah, uh, a versus coming up this weekend, uh, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Yeah, it, it's actually uh, if uh, when you hear hear this podcast on a Saturday, it will be played that day. So we are weighing on it next week. Yeah, so we're gonna check that out. I'm actually gonna watch this one, man. I okay. usually don't watch them, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this one because I know it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, you got to watch at least. You got a lot tweet too, man. Your tweets be hilarious. <laughs> 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 I'll try, man. I'll try, but I know it's gonna be funny. <laughs> uh, so we gonna give y'all our thoughts on that next week. Um, also have a giveaway coming up too. I think it's giveaway. Is it a giveaway? Uh, yeah, yeah. We doing it. Okay. Uh, we, we, uh, yeah, it's going to be an on, I want to say an Instagram giveaway. So yeah, just keep an eye out. We, we'll probably make an announcement, um, on the next episode and, yeah. um, yeah, just make sure you follow gems and juice on Instagram, Twitter and all that stuff. So you can, you know, make sure you don't miss it. Like you should be anyway, but yes. we got to remind y'all cause we trying to give y'all some free stuff, uh, again, so it's gonna be a fun giveaway y'all stay tuned for that also shout out to longtime friend of the show tab he's got some new new gadgets out for y'all man he has a gadget to unlock your iphone or ipad or to use on another carrier or to uh, get the sim card out he has a site called tabtechunlock.com. It's a lot of words, nigga. Damn. <laughs> tabtechunlocksim.com. It is a uh, thing you can order that will unlock your phone. He he always laughs when I ask if this shit's legal or not. But I, he, he's like, "Come on, I'm not doing no dirty shit." Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's official. I looked on the website, and he actually had a uh, it looked like an office. He yeah. had the he had the official um the little sign, the tab tech sign, and all that. So he he doing his thing, man. He is, man. He is. He DM'd me about his glow up, man. How he quit his job and just got on this grind making money. So happy so, for him. We're trying to get like you, man. We're trying to quit our jobs and do this shit. No, for sure, man. For <laughs> sure. You helped put us on game, too, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, get that. If you need a phone unlocked, you need to get that SIM card out. If you need to find out if your nigga cheating or not, <laughs> and you need to get a SIM card and, and go investigate. Get that at tabtechunlocksim.com. You can order it. This man will hook you up. Make sure you let them know you heard about it from Jim's and Juice, and he might give you some. I don't know. Might might I want a, a bootleg CD or two in there? I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 uh, definitely check that out, man. 
And uh, thank you, Tab, for supporting the podcast, doing what you do. Thank you, Jasmine. I know she helped throw Leroy Cook's uh, album Listen. release party, mm-hmm. listening party. Yeah. So shout out to her working hard, as she always does with the podcast as well behind the scenes. So thank you for that. We appreciate you, girl. Like uh, you hear Leroy singing right now. Make sure yeah. you stream and buy the album in stores. Wait, is it in stores? It's online, yeah. which is what matters. It's out everywhere. Yes. <laughs> So get that support black folk, support black artists, and get this out, man. Sounds great. Make sure you check out Bobby Fino as well and everything else we recommended this week. And I'm all out of words to say. <laughs> so until next time, y'all. Peace. Ready, know the deal. You got me.